The fall season is underway with Vandelver and below the Shattered Obelisk and a brand new season of the Great Dane Society playing Horror on the Orient Express. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash questsandchaos. Now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Quests and Chaos Podcast Network. Please rate and review us at your podcast provider of choice. This will help new and fellow chaotics find the chaos. You are listening to Swords and Sages, playing Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition, led by your dungeon master, Tiana Hansen, me, as I take this group of unlikely adventurers through Candlekeep Mysteries. Let's go ahead and meet our adventurers. Hello, I'm Thomas Cook. And I'm playing Dewey to Meditate. Uh, my parents are somewhere here in the library, I think. Anyway, I'm looking for some some swords and maybe maybe some sages, maybe. I'm Lady Bedivere, aka Alondra, and I will be playing Sabachthani Moreover. Now, Sugar, why don't you take your hands off of that before I take them off for you? My name is James Aaron O, and I'm playing Wuya. And adults say I'm what's the word? Precocious? I'm Laura Domingo. I play Odilla Inaldi, a woman in search of answers for the case she could never solve. I'm Ezra Denny. I have no idea why I'm playing D&D, and I am playing Lester Moreover. Tell me, have you ever given up everything for the love of a good woman? Mystery and intrigue wait around every corner as our adventurers explore Candlekeep and its mysteries. So come along with us as we explore Candlekeep. Hello guys, gals, and non-binary pals, and welcome to Swords and Sages. As you can see, we are back in the Hollywood Squares version of reality for the moment because COVID be what COVID do, but we are still hanging out tonight on a Monday night trying to get this week kicked off right. Uh, despite everything that's going wrong in the world. So hello, welcome to Swords and Sages. Um, it's a delight to be here with everyone tonight, even if we cannot virtually be in the space to throw bits at a laundry shirt. I tried, man. I'll, I'll just drop dice down for you. How's that? <laughs> uh, it, it, conversation on the Discord. Discord is fun. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we're going to run through some announcements relatively quickly before we jump into tonight's game. Uh, first of all, last I heard, we had hit 53% of the tavern upkeep for this month. I'm getting the thumbs up that says that is still the case. Thank you all so much for contributing via Patreon. <laughs> James. <laughs> for contributing via Patreon, via Bits. Don't do it with saguaros. <laughs> You might have yeah, to uh, you might have to wear an A cup if you if you use the Sawaros for that. Yeah, just gonna throw some D fours in there. Just like, ooh, ow! I, I have a D one hundred. You could do. I did, not, I did not peg you for a masochist, James. Learned all kinds of new things tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, thank you for thank you for helping subsidize this madness that we all <laughs> engage in. Uh, it's, it keeps us sane, and I think it helps keep you guys amused at the very least. <laughs> So uh, thank you again for the 53% on the um, tavern upkeep. If we hit 100% by the end of the month, we are going to do a copy of a hardcover book uh, for Candlekeep Mysteries giveaway, which will be 
Very cool. Thanks to the Baroness, our, our lovely patroness, helping make sure that cool things continue to happen even when we're not in the studio and she's making faces at us through the window. Um, let me see, what else? Uh, of course, we have our friends of the show, Nord Games. If you go to nordgamesllc.com slash 3.html. Dot gov. <clears throat> uh, go, <laughs> yeah, dot gov, go, go and check out their stuff. They make amazing D&D supplementary products, which as Ezra points out, it gives you the benefit of having really cool monsters and traps and settlements without having to give Wizards of the Coast money, which is always a win. So uh, go check them out. They make they make some great stuff, and if you get uh, if you get it through our affiliate link, we get a bit of a kickback for it. So that you know it helps you guys out. It helps us out. And apparently, we have a raid. Who came in? Uh, Feats and Fables. Welcome, Welcome. In Feats and Fables. It's good to have you all with us. I am not the southern character in this game. <laughs> Yeehaw! Stick around. Uh, you have, we have just started. So thank you for raiding us early. As opposed to like right at the end, whenever we raid anyone, it's like, oh, we're leaving. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, so we're just about to start our game. Uh, we're going to have a giveaway later today of one of these awesome little uh, notebooks Ooh. that uh, Dice hey, Cream Bomb, Sandwich from I our Discord sent us. Bomb Clancy is not on. You've got a chance, people. <laughs> hurry, hurry, so she doesn't add it to the swag throne. Um. So yes, that is Nord Games. And then we also have our friends of the show, Birds of Paradise. Birds of Paradise make beautiful uh, bird-themed dice and also source Arizona-themed dice through their shop. And it's very exciting. Uh, the Kickstarter dice are going out. And I'm going to toss it over to Ezra to prove that Kickstarter dice are off. We're doing a live unboxing because I have here my Kickstarter pledge. And being me, I don't even remember what sets I got. So come with well, me, friends, down birdie trails. It, it, it was not Cardinal because you wouldn't have gotten it yet. That's right. We'll, we'll, we'll read whatever that is later. Oh, good. A Quest and Chaos sticker. I've been wanting one of these. <laughs> uh, it and follows you. Know, you. Quest and Chaos. Hey, this is collectible. Now uh, I know where all those cards went. <laughs> I, I, I was like, I'm like looking around the studio. I'm like, I thought that I had printed a whole bunch of cards. Well, you uh, did. And now they're going out in hundreds of, of Kickstarter fulfillment packages. There we go. So I have a set of the beautiful magpies. Maybe I'll roll those tonight. And then uh, you'll know what those are, Tiana. Oh, those are the uh, the the signature birds of paradise. I believe. Ah, so yes. The, the, ooh, I'll roll those tonight. So Kickstarter is, the, the dice are happening. It's very exciting. They are beautiful, great to roll. Uh, they also, you can still get the Sawaros, the great big chunky ones that are so awesome. The, the, the lovely Seguro dice that I say wrong just to make Andrea make faces at me. There you go. Uh, but yes, uh, that is birdsofparadise.com and it's paradise spelled like the dice that we roll. Um, and yeah, beautiful stuff. I have, I have a lot of the dice here. I have also been the person carrying them from various visits to Arizona to people here in the Bay Area to uh, deliver them because there's nothing like the hand-delivered touch. Being a dice mule. I was not going to use the word mule, but yes. <laughs> Don't, ask Don't worry. They have not been up orifices. <laughs> Cue the Christopher Walken. I kept these dice. That's why we don't let James curry the dice back and forth. He wants to keep them uh, 
safe unsullied. clean and unsullied yeah Yes, indeed. I'm going to briefly hit on scheduling quickly because there's a couple changes this week. We do not have Cardboard and Chaos tomorrow. Um, we we do have the final episode of the Shrimp Farm arc for the Redacted Reports landing, tomorrow, uh, landing on Wednesday. Not tomorrow. Landing on Wednesday. Wednesday, very early morning uh, into the various podcatchers. Uh, don't drink caffeine while listening to it. <laughs> That's just my advice on that one. Unless your blood is already like 90% caffeine, in which case, well. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden is going to be back Saturday at noon. Is that the time that I'm hearing, Mr. Yeah. DM man? Should be. That is the plan. I, I am going to be at a location that exits at 1130. I think it's about 15 minutes away. We'll be we'll, noonish. 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 That is that is definitely the the call for uh, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. And shockingly, this is a rare occasion, friends. Down darker trails. Call of Cthulhu is off this Saturday. Wow. We actually, we actually get a break, but this never happens. Ezra never takes breaks. But in two weeks, we start up again with a special guest star. Yes, indeed, and I am excited, hey, especially. I thought you were going to say, but in two weeks, we're doing a double header to make up for it. <laughs> I mean, we're about to, we're about to probably meet Baba Yaga. <laughs> the double header might not be the show. It might be whatever we encounter in there. I have bad news for everyone at the giveaway. Bomb Clancy is here now. Ah, oh, heck. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Hi, Bomb. Swag <laughs> throne. <laughs> All right. Um, and then, yes, we're doing a giveaway cool notebooks. I, I'm using mine to keep track of various things that I need to keep track of. Yours just keeps getting fuzzy, Ezra. Um, and I believe that there is some news on the uh, on the deck of inspiration, Thomas, if you wouldn't mind taking that. So there is. Uh, so patrons uh, who are basically getting access to my alpha and beta builds of things that I make in hopes that you'll say you spelled that word wrong. And I can put you in the credits at the end where uh, <laughs> everyone will be a play tester. Um, so there is a brand new version of the deck one to four coming. We are exiting the tonic of char. It is being discarded. Uh, they were actually I'm so glad that this is my legacy with quests and chaos was putting up enough fuss about the tonic of charm that they retired it. <laughs> Uh, I have uh, reduced a number of other cards in there uh, so that there are more different cards. We've basically, so Tonic of Charm is gone, but Potion of Eagle Splendor for that Charisma boost is going to be back. But we now have the Bull's Strength, the... Uh, Cat's Grace. Cat's Grace, Snake's Constitution, you know, <laughs> those things. Owl's Wisdom. You know, all that fun stuff or whatever. And the fox is the last one. I just don't remember what is. Yeah, fox is cunning. Cunning, there it is. For dexterity. Um, so that is going to be hitting the Patreon um, into the pinned post that's at the top as well as a separate post. Uh, so you'll be able to download that. In addition, because some of our shows now have gone past the levels one to four that these are designed for, we will be putting the first draft of the five to nine deck up there which you know 
had a card that would have saved Renner's life. But oh well, too bad. Well, you know. You know what else would have uh, saved Renner's life? If you'd stayed with the party. <laughs> wow. Let's also be real about that. Renner could have stayed with the party too. Yes. He also could not have let the zombie ogre out of a cage. And, the, and then continued to try and like it's going to take it. us a month to get over this, guys. We're really sorry. It's going to keep coming up. <laughs> well, and I mean, a, a, a player a, a player character true death is not something that's ever happened on the channel before. Like, yeah. we, we, we the, the only other time that we've had a player character die properly was uh, Ruckus. And, you know, we brought him Lot back like the next day. Apparently Call of Cthulhu doesn't count. Did we kill D and D player death? I think I killed the entire game. world. <laughs> that does not count. Emma killed the entire world. Yeah, also, you just brought it back. You know, I mean, it, you just oh, brought so it. It was back. a D and D death. Yeah. <laughs> womp womp. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, those are going to be going up sometime this week. Um, when it when I cross off a bunch of other things that are in front of it to do. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know anything about that particular kind of to-do list. I say looking at my to-do list behind the camera. Yes. Oops. So, uh, also, uh, also in the new in the new deck is something called the uh, Eye of the Tiger. What did I call it? Potion of Embalming. And it's basically gentle repost. That also would have saved Renner's life, but. I, I actually had time. I could have posted it before the episode aired that he true died. But I was like, eh, I better wait. I better wait. He was already true. He was true dead the second that I went yeah. unconscious and you know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let them die. It's a good story. Um, anyway. What, what, the, the potion that you need to make next, obviously, is a potion of Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh are there any other announcements that we need to hit friends actually there is one other one this is, uh, this is why sorry. i know because i didn't when you asked earlier i didn't remember um if somebody hits exclamation kickstarter in the chat um there is a link to a new 5e accessory from inkplot games the same people that did the Exalted Veils campaign setting that we did, oh. like the two shot or something like that for last shot, year. Yeah. Um, that's so they have a new book of magic items and companions that is coming out, and they are hoping to generate enough interest of people signing up before it goes live. So that's probably going to go live in August. It's August, isn't it? So soon. Yeah, yeah, soon. it's August, buddy. We we actually got a small little a small little deck of cards that go along with the magic items that we were going to use in game. COVID. Well, if you send them to me, that might still happen. Yes. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see if we can't get those sent out. There's some PDFs as well. So cool. All right. Well, without further ado, then let's go explore Candlekeep.
We're here we go. Back. Hi, hello. <laughs> that one, that one is uh I don't know what that version that one was. Hey, yeah. All right, we're so back. James, you're hi. jamming now. We're is back. Oh, hi, hello. Welcome to Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Um, I didn't prepare it. Out yet. of my seat. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what if we did a mashup episode and we just got all the player? I mean, Alondra, you have to do with your characters. I mean. Well, here's the thing. The bright side about this is that it's actually easier for me to switch between these two accents and when I'm trying to be British and Irish in the same game, which I've had to do before as well, and that's much harder. But this one I think I could probably pull off if I had to. I mean, You're switching between to. British and Irish. Which one of you is shooting the other? Yes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Hi, welcome back. Ex- excuse our uh, technical difficulties. We we were accustomed to being in studio, so Thomas had his brain set for a uh, web show, and then it was the wrong web show. It happens. I actually copied Rhyme of the Frostmaid and then made changes to it. But not um, all changes. We just like to make sure you all are paying attention. Just <laughs> <laughs> so we know who's in the chat. You let us know that we fucked up, and then there's nothing the internet likes Never better. You make a mistake, they love it. They jump on it. You know, they have fun. We have fun. Everyone's having fun. It's great. Uh, Thomas, I hear that we have bits. We do. We have. Why well, the Thomas goes scrolls through the chat? That's what this. This is is why we need Amy in the room at the same time, just to write stuff down. Let's see. We have J. Matthews, 85, with 500 bits for Tiana. Thank you, sir. You don't have to kill them all. Just knock one off and see where it goes from there. We know which one that one is, too. (laughs) (laughs) Noted. Duly noted. We then have Tamago Tora to see some irresponsibility. From the party. I was gonna say that's that's you guys. <laughs> I'm just always irresponsible. Is that conditional? <laughs> I think that's just sort of a, 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 the the base state of being. Yes, yeah, isn't that the default setting? Yeah. The first one of us to do something irresponsible gets that bit. <laughs> nice. so in the first like ten seconds. Oh, so Ezra. <laughs> and while it's uh, while it's not enough to give an inspiration coin, Proxima thirty fifty five with one hundred bits. Thank you for that. We appreciate it. Less is more. Over. Aren't you glad you took my name, Angel? <laughs> Your name and was I, given to me, my love. And I will be right back. And this Feel is where Thomas does laps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many, how many rock stars are in that? Thing? <laughs> yeah. I mean, because he's so tall, do you think it distributes more evenly throughout him? We were actually having a, a discussion about about enlarge reduce and how much blood uh, that would put into a body. Yeah, welcome back, Thomas. Everything good? Yep. I just had to turn down the speakers in there because I could hear myself, and it was really annoying. I, I you know how I, we I feel. apologize to you guys. <laughs> We went in like three different directions with that. I, the voice actor, I'm like, no, I understand. Listening back to yourself is the worst. Worst. And then, and then Ezra went the, I've known you for several decades. I'm going to make fun of you. Root. We, so we've got um, some bits from J. Matthews 85. 400 of them, in fact. But we don't know who it's for because Proxima 3055 gets to choose. Oh, that's, that's, very, that's very kind of you, J. Matthews. Well, he's my second favorite Twitch user. 
a good a good uh, a good reason indeed well while uh you lot sort that out in the twitch chat let's let's uh, have a look back at what happened last time on swords and sages so our our interesting band of adventurers uh gathered in in candlekeep everyone there for their own study purposes and their own reasons for for being there and uh Wuya being the person who had been there the second longest but was about to be was was about to have to leave was um, getting a little bit a little bit frantic on the subject of I have not found what I was looking for yet and I am running out of time um one of the great readers Alchrist apparently knew about this and and offered the boy an opportunity to gain a longer time in Candlekeep they were looking for uh, a a wizard who had gone missing a few days ago, uh, Mat- Matrius. Mattress. His name is Mattress now. Mattress. I thought Matrius. you said Matronus. I think it's. Matronus. I wrote down Matronus because it rhymes with Patronus. So oh. that's how I remembered it. <laughs> Good reason. Yeah. And yeah, it sounds no- like a transformer. <laughs> There's, well, there's, there's no going Harry Potter, but that's I'm okay. just glad to have J.K. Rowling associated with something po- trans and positive. Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, so they was they, they they were being sent. He was being sent out to find this uh, erstwhile wizard who had gone missing somewhere in one of the uh, one of the, the the study rooms, and he invited Dewey along, and the adults in the group went. Oh God, we cannot let a 15-year-old and an eight-year-old go off on an adventure on their own. And so they stuck with him. They were able to discover the the, the keyword to open a door inside of the uh, study room that led to... Go on, James. <laughs> I didn't know we were closed captioned. What is that? <laughs> We're, we're, we're apparently signing now. Yeah. Uh, yes, the keyword was scepter, which they used to discover, James, I will turn your video off. That is, that is also not the sign for scepter, but nice. Try. I'm going to call Matt and get him in here to yell at you. <laughs> Who's I mean, having, I Matt come in and, having Matt come in and yell at him is fun anyway. <laughs> Uh, they discovered the keyword scepter in order to open the hit the door that led to a permanent magnificent mansion, which is, as as any magic user would know, is incredibly unusual to the point of this is the only one they've ever heard of that's actually permanent. Usually they last for 24 hours and then you get booted out wherever the door was. But this one is permanent. And they they opened the door and they found Mattress standing just inside the foyer. Uh <laughs> And uh, after a brief conversation with him, they determined that there was still a lot more things that they could investigate inside of the mansion. Books that properly belonged in the restriction set in the restricted section, but they hadn't left Candlekeep, so the the rules hadn't actually been broken. Uh, intrigued by this possibility of knowledge, the adventurers agreed to um, stay stay inside and look around while while uh, uh, Matrios. I'm, I need to actually pronounce his name right, but whatever um held the door open or anything hmm? it's not like you're the gm or anything so. eh, I, I i play one on television periodically um yes he, he he said that he would hold the door open from the outside but as he stepped outside there was a horrific shriek and then the door slammed shut and disappeared 
trapping our adventurers inside of the mansion. And uh, recognizing that the word scepter did not get them back out because otherwise he would have gotten himself out. They started searching the property for any sign of a word that would get them back out. They met a couple of uh, homunculi that made a mean uh, mint julep. A mean mint julep. Those are the words I wanted. And uh, discovered that a lot of inanimate objects, mostly books, wanted to kill them. As you do. And after doing some searching around, they they did find the code word liberty. Uh, They also... That was well-timed, James. (laughs) You did not want to see his scepter picture. (laughs) Oh, look at you, James. Wow. For the podcast listeners, he has a a picture of the Statue of Liberty behind him that he keyed as soon as I said the word liberty, which was well done. Well done, sir. Um, they also uh, found a bunch of the the books in the uh, that, that belonged in the restricted section after a bookcase tried to kill them, as you do. Uh, and then, even even though they had the keyword to get back out, they they decided that they wanted to look around some more and see if there was anything else of interest in the house. Uh, Wu Ya went surprisingly silent for most of this. <laughs> everyone everyone was like, "Are you are you sick?" Uh, they we search- just try to kill them a bunch instead, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. I mean, uh, they did. They did take a short rest, so some people got spell slots back, and some people healed up a bit, which was much needed. Uh, they searched the attic, where they found, as was sort of to be expected, a bunch of covered furniture and a, a forest of mannequins. <clears throat> While they were up there, they found a cloak that they were able to identify as a cloak of the manta ray, and uh, some some various amounts of coinage. Um, and then they started searching around the the, the rest of the house. Uh, they discovered that there were there was something giggling and invisible in the arboretum that they were just like, no, we're not dealing with this. Rusty was briefly uh, held in their in their uh, fey grasp, and then Dewey dismissed him as an action and close the door which was very effective Uh, and then they went into the dining room where they found the sucker thing that had escaped from the laboratory downstairs a mimic that was hiding as one of the chairs uh (laughs) you should get these coasters in the merch store they are hours of fun wonderful um Yes. So they 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 fought the mimic. They killed the mimic and managed to. They, they realized they had cleared all of the rooms and probably found, at least for the moment, everything that they were going to find. Uh, anything that would be of interest in the books, they could come back to because it's a permanent mansion and they know both words to get in and out. So they cautiously headed over to the door, said "Liberty," and let themselves. Well, they opened the door and then shoved Wu Ya out into the room. <laughs> Where there was a dead wizard in a pool of blood on the floor. <laughs> and um, as, as Booyah looked down at this and then turned around to look at everyone else, an imp appeared behind him and tried to stab at him. Luckily for him, it missed. And then uh, Sabachthani... Wait, did it miss? It missed. Did he even try? I thought Sabachthani just it, like... It, 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 w- it was getting ready to. No, it, 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 so it actually did try. Uh, oh, it did? Okay. It, okay. It, was, it was attacking from invisibility. And it missed with advantage. Oh, wow. You're you're lucky. (laughs) (laughs) We tried. That's what you get for going to Disneyland, James. We tried to give it inspiration, (laughs) but 
it was, it was, uh, it was interesting. So, uh, Sabakthani had uh, words for this particular imp that was basically, no, sit, stay. I, I will get you back home the less painful way, but you can't attack them. Yes, I know that the, that, that Fistandia was really mean and turned you into a statue, but you can't take it out on everyone else. We'll get you home. It's fine. And uh, rolled really well in persuasion. So the imp rode around on her shoulder for a good portion of the rest of the day, going back into Candlekeep. <laughs> Uh, and everyone made their way out, uh, had, had words with one, with one of the avowed who came up to see what all the screaming was about. And uh, Dewey laid into the avowed and then was reminded that most of the avowed are not magic users. I feel like we could just, we could take this place over. <laughs> the avowed I, I feel like we could just take this users. place over. That's what I'm saying. We could just easily just take we'll it over. Go on. Asta, you only get 10 days of time here. Not if we take it over, my love. I'll be in the basement if you This need could me. be more overkeep. Then what are we going to call the house? It's going to get so complicated if we have to rename everything. More, more overkeep. There we go. That's and it begins. Indeed. Uh, and now we have come back to to uh, the, the hearth. Some, wait, sorry. Someone in the chat suggested Candlemore. Yeah, oh, I like Which that. Which is actually little. good. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Candlemore. Candlemore. <laughs> Just for that joke, really. Um, and everyone has returned back to, to the hearth to rest, to recover. You will be checking in with the great reader, um Alchrist tomorrow in order to tell him that you have completed the quest and um there uh there was a reason why you went and talked to oh yes um in order in, in order to get the back to to where he needed to be without killing him uh Dewey remembered that his mentor um Savira there are too many names, damn it. Silverus of uh, Savakos is, I mean, she is the great reader who is known for her knowledge of the Wheel of the Plains. So he, he took Sabachthani to go and meet her. The two tieflings immediately hit it off. And um, uh, Silvira uh, agreed to send the imp back to uh, its, its circle of hell without causing any, any damage. And uh, invited um, invited Sabachthani to come back and visit pretty much any time. And that is where we left off right before a long rest. Now that I have recounted the the uh, the entire module, <laughs> as we as we get ready to launch into the next one. Good night, everybody. <laughs> and while we have a bit of bit of a break here, um, Proxima thirty five. Uh, these these bits are for Ezra, so. Excellent. That is that's never those five hundred to the players, <laughs> and then uh, Laura. I don't know what can you can you uh, translate what Ben? That's my new tag. What that Ben uh, just did? Laura ain't got no time for this shit, <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. Five hundred bits there <laughs> to the players. That is. Fantastic! Uh, well done on. I believe I believe Squeal the Bard came up with that particular hashtag in his written uh, mm-hmm. in, in, in his uh, live live blogging of uh, live tweeting. 
whatever of, of, of his watch through swords and sages are you just are you that tired of us james you just want to disappear james is in a mood tonight james <laughs> is always in a mood but he can't block tiana's camera in this configuration <laughs> he has to just draw focus other ways <laughs> fantastic oh <laughs> but yeah while we're already derailed y'all should go join the discord and hop in the swords and sages chat to watch uh squeals uh squeeing with squeal delightful recaps and then watch us all lose our minds over them they're very good we, we do enjoy them very much so hearts um, and occasionally it just becomes a whole conversation about musical theater so which we also love <laughs> I mean, exactly. I for for someone who who is, who is a theater nerd, I am woefully uneducated on musical theater. So people are taking up the uh, the burden to to make sure that I get taught. I just quit my day job. Don't worry, we'll catch you up. Mm-hmm. Excellent. All right. So uh, it is evening in in the hearth in in Candlekeep, <clears throat> and Sabachthani has has returned impless. And uh, what is it? What what would everyone like to be doing? Would, would you like would you like to do anything this evening how's that i mean at this point ruya would having found those spells in the spell book would begin to co- copy a couple and i mean that's that's for tomorrow dewey's gonna it only takes like 15 20 minutes so i mean if you got 15 20 minutes now might as well use it i mean what are you gonna do right now I was going to eat some food. Aren't you famished after almost dying so many times? I mean, you know, it just reminds you that food is temporary. It is. Poop mm-hmm. is forever. Yeah. And when you die, all of your poop just comes out because your muscles all relax and then it just like starts coming out. So Odella was mid-eating and she hears this conversation and just like drops her fork. She has no more appetite anymore. See, hunger is also temporary. Dewey comes over and starts eating it. <laughs> Growing bean pole of a boy. I see that uh, you uh, have been studying your anatomy textbooks as well. Very good. Mm-hmm. You're going to be a doctor, right? I technically am a doctor. Doctor of what? Whatever you like. Wait, I can say some roommate shit right there. (laughs) Is is there some sort of association or bar you have to belong to to be a doctor or a test you have to take? I mean, I don't know about up here. Where I come from, it's really more a matter of staking your claim. Most things are. Mm. So up here, if I said I'm a doctor, then I can be a doctor? Well, can you do doctor-like things? I did bring you back from the verge of death earlier, so I think I'm some sort of doctor, right? Yeah, I guess that makes you a doctor. My personal physician. Indeed. Mm. Lester, did you want to get drinks to go and head up to the room? Of course, my love. I I am always up for a drink to go. Hmm. Use gloves. What? Did James just start the beginning to love American style? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that was. So, 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 so Bakthani and, and Lester are able to get a couple of drinks uh, to, to go 
you're 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 in the same tavern or the same the same uh, establishment. It's not difficult to get a uh, a couple of drinks and take them to your rooms. The homunculi made a far better mint julep. Mm, this is somewhat subpar, but when we're you know dealing with the um, lower classes, I guess we'll just have to accept it. It's really more a julep. Hmm. I do not detect a hint of mint. Top bunk tonight, my love. Of course. All right. So uh, Dewey Dewey pulls out this extravagant quill that he has uh, and starts copying spells and just is like, and just super fast. And 10 minutes later is copied like five spells out of the spell book. It's like, all right, that's for you. Oh, thank you. Hand cramps. You should maybe like, work on that or something yeah i should hold my dagger more he grabs his dagger actual dagger mm-hmm. <laughs> like when you run out of spell slots it's pretty useful to just go you have to, you have I, to I, the <laughs> I have a spell that actually i need the dagger for so it's a... oh what kind of spell uh what one where um uh, if 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 energy comes at me, I uh, I can absorb it a little bit and then stab it back into somebody. So absorb elements. Yeah, absorb elements. That's the spell. Yep. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. If you if you want to learn it, uh, you can. Uh, here's my spell book. Uh, I mean, I got. Um, I'm just gonna hold on to this for a little while and. You know, maybe there's other spells that could be like really cool to copy down, and you know, you want to have some money for that. So I just took some of the stuff that I need. Yeah, tomorrow or or any day in the day, a couple of days, you can always borrow my spell book. Cool. Thanks, Odella. What are you doing? Yeah, as we say, in the middle of this, Odella, you know, she definitely has lost her appetite. She's going to take the rest <laughs> of her wine glass and say, "Well, I'm going to let you two continue with this study session and she's going to head up to her room on the way. Um, she's going to pass by where people check in and hopefully um, the person is distracted because she wants to kind of look at the guest book to mm-hmm. try to see if any of the people um, are coming up on their 10 days who might be leaving. Cause she wants to keep, again, keep an eye on anybody who might be leaving candle keep soon. Sure. 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 Um, Roll me a, hmm, first a perception check and then a stealth check, please. Okay. Perception. Well, can't go past my, <laughs> below my passive, so it'll be a passive of six, 16. All right. And a stealth nice. check. Ooh. That'll be a 10. Okay. Um, walking past the, the, the desk where you had signed in earlier that, that day, you do like look over, maybe you're just tired, maybe you're distracted, but you do like that obvious kind of, kind of look and the avowed sitting, sitting behind it looks at you very, very peculiarly, but you are quick enough to catch that there are a couple of people who are going to be leaving in the next day or two. Okay. So she'll like, as if she saw like what room they were in. She'll kind of try to keep a note about that and mm-hmm. try to get up early. 
um, and catch them, anybody who might be leaving. One of them is in room eight. Perfect. <laughs> um, and then she'll continue up to room. She probably wants like a good bath after all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she won't try to do too much for the rest of the evening. Yeah. And I mean, the nice thing about being in a magical keep where artificers and wizards and everyone else have been playing for the last several centuries, you're able to draw a very nice hot bath. The there There's a couple of bath bombs uh, in, in the scent of your choice that allow you to like soak and relax and be like, all right, this is all very weird. Yeah. But this is nice. At least I get to relax at the end of it all. Yeah. One of them is a mint julep bath bomb and she just says, well... I guess that one, <laughs> she throws it in. <laughs> and it fills the room with a very refreshing smell of mint with that underlying, it's it's bourbon in juleps. Mm-hmm. That that underlying <laughs> like casky richness that, 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 that just fills your bones with warmth. Mint julep that bath would actually be a dancing name. Yeah. <laughs> also, yes, that would be a fantastic bath bomb. <laughs> okay, somebody get on that. Mm-hmm. Hey Andrea, just saying. <laughs> so yes, you're able to that somebody makes those. Hmm? Like they're not made by a machine. Like that's actually huh? no with with like um, not, not all chemicals. Hashtag not sponsored, but I, but 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 I know that I know that Lush does it all uh, pretty naturally. They're very like hi. Guess what? We do everything natural, which means that their mm-hmm. expiration dates means thing means that their things actually mold if you don't use them by then. Yeah. Um, but you are able mold. to hmm? speaking of mold. Um, I, I look at Odilla's uh, plate and will take some of uh, the bitten food and store it in my component pouch. <laughs> okay, noted. Well, at least that's not <laughs> creepy. Don't worry, <laughs> not at all. He can't get access to the clone spell for several levels. You'll probably be fine. <laughs> I actually oh had reason God. to look that up recently. That's an eighth level spell. Yeah. Um, so yes, you are. Uh, is Dewey still down there as well, or is Dewey has Dewey gone away? Uh, I mean, he'll he'll hang out with Wea as long as he's copying spells, which is like okay. way longer than Dewey takes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we like, are, are. Are you trying to do this stealthily? No, I just like look over. I think <laughs> grab some meat, just throw it in the pouch, just like reus. Like readjust myself as I'm sitting on about two or three books so that way I can actually reach the top of the table and then continue to write. That's marvelous. Booster seat. <laughs> right? It's a it's an hour per level, correct? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. I never so, caught- it, so, so, so so it takes you a couple hours to to couple to copy those spells down. And by the time that you're done, if you're doing both of them tonight, mm-hmm. um it is, it is, it is getting late. Uh, you're one of the last people that is in the hearth. And I mean, the bartender doesn't seem to mind. They're, they're back there cleaning the glass as bartenders always do when they have nothing better to do. What's their name? Uh, Ecto. Ecto. One. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm done here, Dewey. You don't, what? Why were you staying here the whole time? That's kind of weird. I don't know. I'm just in case a, a book attacked or something like that. I oh, mean, yeah. no, that's that's pretty apt. I mean, buddy system, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, I'm done here. Uh, Ecto, I'm 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 gonna say goodbye. All right. Take care of yourself. 
Okay. Go get some rest. All right. All right. Um, cool. See ya. Um, go, go up to my room. Do we, uh, do we heads off and exits the building? Is he going anywhere in particular? Uh, he's got a small little space. Yeah. And he sleeps there. Knowing no. that Dewey doesn't actually stay in the hearth, Wuya will hop off his books, grab the three that are underneath him, and slowly trot behind Dewey. So you don't see in the hearth? Uh, no, no. Where are you Just, going? I'm going to my room. Where's your room? It's a secret. Can I know this secret? Okay, I cool. guess. Okay. I just like uh, secrets too. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Okay. Do we? Uh, DNA. <laughs> so Dewey uh, walks across um, the courtyard of air and uh, heads to basically there's a barrel there and he kind of like goes pulls the barrel out a little bit and goes behind it and there's a small door that's like three feet tall and he like opens it up you can come on in and he goes in and it is a small five by six foot room that's sort of built into the wall it's got a small little bed a small little writing desk and Dewey is Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then you know he launches some. Uh, oh, can you see in the dark? Uh, I mean, not really. No. Okay. Uh, and then Dewey launches uh, some dancing lights that go in there. It, oh, there's cool. no. There's there's no windows. Um, it has a hard packed uh, floor that is dirt, but it is super hard packed, so it's it's not dusty. And it's a small little hole in the wall. There's a sign over the door that says not a secret room. Yeah. <laughs> and it is very literally a hole in the wall. I like it. So this is cool. Yeah, there's only one bed. So you want to you want to go back to the heart. They have oh, a yeah, fire. No, I just too. wanted to see where you stayed. Yeah. This is it for now. For now? Well, yeah. Soon as, as soon as I find my parents, we're going to go home. Oh, cool. Where's home? Uh, the Dalemans. That's far. Like, that's really far. Like, yeah. Did you walk yeah. here? Well, we took horses and a carriage. Wow. Yeah. And then, and then, and then my parents, you know, uh, went into one of the rooms to study. Uh, and then. <laughs> And then, uh, then they disappeared. Huh. Yeah, so weird, just like Matreus did, right? I think his name was like Mattress or something. Yeah. You know, uh, what, I could see like a big evil villain called Matronis. Yeah, they're just like, Matronis. Matronis. <laughs> yeah. Why did it take you so long to copy those spells? 
Uh, cause I write like a normal person. Um, I'm pretty sure your quill is um. Enchanted. Yeah. Notice. Yeah. Like, it moves really fast. And yeah. no offense, but your arms are really skinny, and I don't <laughs> think they could move that fast. Right. I mean, I got really skinny arms. Shows off <laughs> three foot tall. <laughs> Guns. Yeah, you look like that crazy little weightlifter kid. Oh God, yeah. Uh, thankfully, he has health experts monitoring him. Um, well, you have—I mean, your arms are uh, at least bigger than Iris's. Well, I mean, yeah, skin I mean, and bone, uh, just bones, actually. Yeah. Because she's a skeleton. Yeah. How did you do that? Um. I used the find familiar spell and I was like, hmm, I want I want a raven, but not like a raven raven, like a really cool raven. And then Iris showed up. Oh. Have you have you what else can can you turn it into? Like, does it turn into a skeleton frog? A bat? How would the bat fly? You can do Does Iris things? fly? Iris, can you fly? I imagine weird clack, <laughs> clackling <laughs> sounds of bones. And you're like, that is disturbing. Mm-hmm. But no, like she really like she likes to pop them a lot. Um, but like when she gets like going, she can just like really quiet. So your other familiars, when you call them, what do they look like? You have other familiars? Well, it's actually it's the same. It's all it's all rusty, but uh, rusty can be a frog or an octopus. I tried to make him a cat once, but it turned into a fox. Huh? You can be more than just a raven. Do it. You have to you have to cast a spell and use your incense. Oh. Do you want some incense? Sure. Here's some incense. Jesus, cool. that's like 10 gold worth of incense. Oh, wow. But <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, it's really expensive stuff. It's just one stick, but it's really expensive. Uh, okay. Cool. Thanks. Um, yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe over like the next few days, we can just go into all the rooms and just be like, scepter. Scepter. Do you think... Do you think there's other code words? Probably. That would be what a smart person would do. Huh. Okay. But maybe if we, you know, we could go to where your parents disappeared and just try scepter with, I mean, that's one word. And that, you know, that takes off one option. Yeah. We can start a list of all the words. Yeah. We can start with scepter and liberty. I mean, we can also try other book. words too. Yeah. Macaroni. Like, macaroni. Yeah. Oh, maybe that was his name, Macaroni. Oh, I want some macaroni now. Oh. There is a book about the art of macaroni um, that Whoa. Adilla, Adilla has. Shit, really? Oh, okay. yeah. You should ask her about it. I bet she would like to show it to you. Cool. Okay. What room was she in? 
<laughs> I say whatever room I think that she might be in. I know it's not eight and I know it's not <laughs> 14 or 14. I'm going to ask Ecto. Okay. Uh, I think like that's in, that's exciting. Okay. I, I, bye. Cool room. We'll look for your parents oh. after. Okay. Cool. And he pulls the barrel back over the door. <laughs> shuts the door. <sighs> running across the courtyard, trip over my sandals because fucking sandals, and then keep running. Ecto, which room is Odilla in? Well, I would ask why you want to know, but I did see you sitting with her. So, and and she'll give you the 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 room number. Try not to disturb her at the moment. It is too late. <laughs> it's late, and and she, and she might kill you. Many swords come into play. <laughs> <laughs> Odella, Odella, Odella. Is she'll creak it open <laughs> with a dagger? Yeah, because <laughs> she Hi. she was sleeping. Yes. Dewey said you had a book about macaroni. I do. Can I see it? Unfortunately, that book has some other uses in its uh, destiny. So it's not at liberty to be uh, looked at at the moment. Liberty. Um, okay. We were talking about macaroni and now that sounds really good. And then I was like, oh, what if what if your book had like a really cool macaroni recipe in it? Well, maybe you could go visit the kitchens and they could whip you up a little bit of that instant macaroni I heard was recently invented. Instant macaroni? Yes. <laughs> Okay, I'll be right back. <laughs> uh, yes, invention of the yes. great wizard craft. <laughs> it's a cleric. Uh, create food and water. Oh, there Only we go. Instant there macaroni and cheese. It's it's craft with a Q. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's fantasy. I go over to the moreover's room. <laughs> oh dear! And what sounds do you hear coming out of that room? <laughs> You are using gloves, right? What is that the boy? Don't answer him. Right. You're in there. Well, I can hear you. He could be in trouble. I don't care for another 15 minutes. Yes, ma'am. 15 minutes. Oh, okay. I, I can wait. And then I will just sit back <laughs> against the door and wait for 15 minutes. He's not leaving. Do you want to take care of it, or should I? I'll be right back. Thank you, dear. Where is my ermine robe? It's under the bed. Ah, all right. At least I think that's where I threw it. Uh, You know, that doesn't really go with the pajama. Uh, You know, ah, fine. Uh, Open the door a little. (laughs) What on the (laughs) God's green earth could you possibly want? Um, so Odella told me there was something called instant macaroni and cheese, and I thought, uh, Miss Moreover would be like, that's super cool, and I wanted to share that with y'all. Mrs. Mrs., thank you. We are profoundly disinterested in this conversation, and you should be going. But, like, it's, it's instant macaroni and cheese. 
Do they not have that on the material plane? Macaroni and cheese is the sort of thing one eats when one is eating at a restaurant that is below paw. Is that a layer of hell? Yes, it's the 13th layer, and it's where I'm going to send you if you don't scoot. Oh, okay. Just want to let you know there's a thing called instant macaroni and cheese. Okay, bye. Thank you, sugar. That boy is not right. Very few things on this plane are, Angel. We're <laughs> just going to have to learn to adapt and overcome. Macaroni and cheese. What a way! Macaroni should be used for art. It is its one true purpose. I, I know. I know your feelings about the macaroni art, darling. Now, could you just tell the deadbolt and get back over here? Yes, of course. <laughs> My labors continue. Thank you, Angel. Well, yeah, we'll finally go to his room. Well, after after uh, doing a reign of terror through the. Heart. <laughs> Well, you're not gonna go to the kitchens to get your um, instant macaroni. <laughs> you should have sent it. Because I just, I just realized you could um, put bacon in your mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> now we are thinking that will be a great breakfast item as he gets on, throws the books onto the desk and hops into bed. All right, and with much mirth, merriment, and threats of murdering young children, uh, the night passes, you all get a long rest. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> oh, stars and stones. Um, and here you were worried about not feeling prepared. Once again, we proved it's unnecessary. No, you know, <laughs> I, I, I stopped worrying about that after last episode where I thought, Christ, I'm going to have to try to get them to vamp, and then you just did it. <laughs> It, it was very much appreciated. Um, are there any early risers in this group? Odilla. I, uh, yeah. I always uh, like to get up early. All right. So the morning dawns and the, the smell of coffee fills, it fills the hearth and trails over into the house of rest where most of you are, are sleeping. Uh, it is a new day in Candlekeep. And uh, at least one of you has, uh, has an appointment to speak with a great reader. After some macaroni and cheese. Who eats that for breakfast? Wuya, apparently. <laughs> I mean, do you question anything Wuya does? Yes, I question everything. everything. <laughs> I just look at the bowl sadly. That could have been some sort of great creation. So the 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 kitchen has some they, they, they have to they have to do a couple of things in order to actually make that happen because they had the usual uh, breakfast foods ready but they can accommodate strange requests. There's small children about. You're going to have to get chicken tenders and macaroni and cheese. <laughs> and hot dogs cut up into sections. Yeah. Cut up into tiny octopuses. I think we'll leave that to you. <laughs> okay. Well, no, like you, 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 you cut them in half and then you do like little slices on the and, legs. And, 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 the way, and, and, the, and the way, and the, and the serving person has already walked away. But then, then their little legs will curl up and they'll look like octopuses. Uh, just, you know, uh, pardon me one second, Wuya. I, I, there's not enough bourbon in here. Could you uh, put a little more in there? It should be no, uh, there should really only be a hint of coffee. Oh, Wait, yes. are you asking me for that? No, I have, no, you do not require any alcohol. 
More caffeine. I'm pretty sure your mother was drinking when. <laughs> mm. That's Ooh. entirely likely. Uh, so uh, <laughs> Odilla has slipped down to the uh, floor level. She'll she'll get herself some coffee. She might see the two and grab another table. <laughs> She she's brought her um oh wait. flowers in the attic. I wrote a note. Uh, tears of Argus. So she has brought that down the 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 version that she got from the mansion, and she also has the art of macaroni kind of hidden away, and she's you know kind of looking through her book more to look preoccupied, but she's also just keeping an eye on checkout. All right. And as as you're watching the the the, the checkout area, it, it takes a little bit because you you gather that the uh, the inhabitants of room eight are not early risers, but probably about a half hour after, after you've started your watch, uh, the inhabitants come down. One of them appears to be limping a little bit, but doesn't seem to be uh, upset about it. And they. Uh, they 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 go, they go through the checkout process and you know exchange a few words with the person behind the desk, um, more pleasantries than anything else. But they are clearly leaving Candlekeep today and on their way out the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she'll casually get up when it seems like they're going to depart and uh, follow them and find an opportune moment to slip the art of macaroni <laughs> into their belongings. Uh, give me a sleight of hand check, please. Okay, let's roll better. Different dice this time. <laughs> Birds of Paradise for all your dice rolling needs. You know, I'm going to use a lucky a luck to re-roll that. All right. Yes, okay. Sleight of hand. That would be 26. With a 26, you you come up alongside them and match their pace for a moment. They're, the, the two of them are chatting and don't seem to notice you. And you reach over and slip it into the, the tall human male's uh, bag as, as he's chatting with the half-elf woman that he's walking with. And they seem to be none the wiser as they continue toward the, the, the gate. Yeah, so she'll find a seat up in, in the open area um, to pretend like she's reading, but she's really watching them okay. leave Candlecape and see if anything happens. All right. As they are leaving the the keep, you hear you hear kind of a high-pitched sound for a second. Like someone ran their thumb along a very fine wine glass. It's that high-pitched sound for just a second. And then you see a little puff of colored smoke around the bag where the art of macaroni was. Okay. And that's all you do. They react in, do they react in any way? They reacted to it to the noise because it was, huh, that's not a bird that you usually hear, but they don't seem to be well in more pain than they were when they came down the stairs. Okay. And nobody goes after them or anything? No. Okay. So she'll go, hmm. And then wait a few minutes. And after that, she'll return. Could you give me a perception check before you head down? Mm-hmm. That would be a 22. Okay. 
Um, when that high pitched tone went off, someone who was sitting at the table that faced the way of the lion looked up and noted the, the, the two people didn't say anything, but, but then turned and wrote something on a piece of paper. Oh, can she try to, as she pass it, as she's returning, um, to the hearth, uh, can she try to see what was written on the paper? So these are the people who are sitting outside of of, of the gate who who did the book oh. check before before you came in. I see. Okay, okay, okay. So it would be I'd have to go way out of my way to yeah. try to see that. Okay. No, so she'll just go back. All right, go back inside. And you return into uh, the hearth. What what has everyone else been up to over the last half hour or so? Oh, there is you got macaroni and cheese. Uh, what's that, Wooya? Macaroni and cheese. Please, oh, for your own good. Wooya, sit somewhere you came, else. You, you came to visit me, Wooya. <laughs> 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 Hi, buddy. Oh, oh, that was this is how I. Yeah, this is how I imagine Wooya is. <laughs> Our shameless rating crafts. With a great big cheek. I mean, oh, I, I mean, next Ezra, you have to get Lucy in for for the other ratings grab. Oh, wait. So, Mister Moreover, how did you meet Mrs. Moreover? Well, that is a tale, my boy. You see, several hundred years ago, mm-hmm. uh, I I was a young man betwixt and between. Did not know what I wanted. And have you ever had an epiphany, son? Uh, yeah, apparently there's um, instant macaroni and cheese somewhere. Well, that's, that's, a, that's a somewhat reductive metaphor, but I'll accept it. But yes, you could say that uh, uh, Mrs. Moreover uh, had a similar impact upon my life at an important time. And... We, we had, we struggled with the fact that Mrs. Moreover is functionally eternal. Unless someone causes her to die, she shall not die. Mm. I was merely a mortal and probably 40, 50 years, given the rate I drink, uh, would have moved on. And I could not bear for that titan of a woman to have to deal with that. And I could not deal with it myself. And so I gave up my humanity entirely so that I could be with Mrs. Moreover as long as she lives. Oh, you didn't give up all your humanity there, Angel, as Sabathony finally sweeps into the room like an hour after everybody else. You're just telling me how you got, well, not how you met, but how you guys are staying together. You look great, by the way, for, um, what is it, a hundred and, hundred and... It's not polite to ask a woman's age, young man. Oh, no, I'm not talking about Mrs. Moore. I'm talking about you. Oh, well, uh, yes, I am, I am well-preserved. Yeah, you, you might need a little lotion there, though, a little crackly. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, what have you had for breakfast, darling? Just coffee? Is it strong? Well, there's a little too much coffee in it. <sighs> All right. Well. Doesn't want any macaroni and cheese for some reason. Why on earth would you eat macaroni and cheese for breakfast? Because it's tasty. That is a snack food for subpar restaurants in the mid-afternoon. You're you going eat... to have to increase your education about the culinary arts. So. Would you eat the paint of the great Malvolio? No, but that's what you're doing, eating macaroni. Macaroni is a vessel for the artiste. Lester is a great patron of the arts. Wait, so, I mean, so... I'm not done yet. Did you want to make something? I'm, I'm, I've lost my appetite. And Odilla coming back, (laughs) she rejoins the group this time. She doesn't stay at her separate table. Um, And she says to Wuya, oh, Wuya, unfortunately, I had to return the art of macaroni. It was a very limited term. What? Loan, but perhaps you might go to the avowed and and check it out and see if you... um, are able to check it out before someone else does. I- I'd be happy to go with you. Um, oh yeah, sure. I'd actually. Yeah, you can point curious. out to make sure the title is right because you you want to make sure that the cover is the same. I mean, same edition. You don't want an old edition. I'd be I curious like... to see if that book was back in the mansion. Well, maybe that's what Adila is trying to find out. <laughs> yeah. So Adila no suspects. A little metagame here. Adila suspects that the poof was it disappearing out of the bag, but she doesn't know where it got returned to. So um, she's going to try to get Wuya to... You returned it back to the... So, yeah, perhaps it's back in the... Uh, I was planning on going back and visiting the mansion. Uh, hmm. On earth would you want to go back to that dreadful place? Uh, the mint juleps. Oh, fair enough. Well... I, yeah, I don't know where it was returned to. Um, seeing has um, no one knew how to get into that mansion until recently. They may have a different location for it to be sorted to. Yeah, out of game, my Lester's plan, since we're going to do some downtime stuff, mm-hmm. is he's actually going to start a speakeasy in the... Um, right. In the in the the scepter, I forgot about this. It's gonna call it Club Scepter. <laughs> Wait, you can't have the code name in the time in the name of your speakeasy. That's the whole point. Is like that. <laughs> when you walk I up, mean, you you walk up and you ask, "I'm looking for Club Scepter," and then it opens the door for you. There you go. We will get into the downtime activities here shortly. <laughs> I promise you that. Uh, Don't make promises you can't keep, Tiana. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get into the actual module that the episode is named for following the proud tradition of Quest and Chaos uh, titles. When you put the word... We might open a door. Yeah. When you put the word digressions in the title, it's just you're challenging us. I did not name the module, sir. (laughs) So You want to see digressions. Oh, well. Digressions and side quests. Um, as, as the five of you are chatting and Wuya is finishing up his macaroni, uh, Alchrist comes walking into the hearth and clearly looking around and then he spots Wuya and goes, ah, so you were successful. And as Dewey rushes in, it's like, oh my God, why Alchrist is coming out? 
And you oh, know is here. that's running into the uh, Alchrist's back. <laughs> hey, hi there. And he just gives you the, it's not a disdainful look, but it's definitely a, a look that you would give some, something that is bothering you and you're not sure why. So it's just this side of disdain. Yeah, okay, I wasn't here. Just kind of stepping aside. Come, come, come with me. Come with me, doing. I believe that you were instrumental in helping Wuya complete his mission. Uh, oh yeah, I helped. Yep. If if uh, if the five of you have a moment, I would like to speak with you privately. Okay. Um, I'm about. I got like an eighth left. Can I bring the bowl with me? If you like, although it is it is not polite to eat and talk at the same time. Excellent. And he'll gesture for, for the, the serving person to, to come over and they they clear the table of all of the empty dishes and anything that you guys want to be drinking or eating, you can take along with you. As Alchris leads the way to the, the little side room that he'd had you in before when he gave you the mission. And he gestures all of you inside very politely, giving a little head inclined to the, to the ladies. We need to give that boy food more often. I need to teach that boy what proper food is for certain times of day, but we can get there. No, it keeps him quiet, dear. <clears throat> oh, I see what you're saying. Wooya, do you want some hard candy? Mm, I'm good for now. Okay. And closes, closes, closes the door with a very definitive little thump that puts paid to any conversation. <laughs> and gestures for all of you to sit as he goes and sits at, at the head of the table. And he sort of steeples his claw fingers together and he looks at the five of you. Well, I was expecting to be making this offer to one young seeker but this may be more interesting, more helpful at least. All five of you are, are here in Candle Keep seeking something and not making a great deal of progress, at least at the moment. And he'll look at every one of your, at every one of your faces. I mean, they just arrived, so what can you expect of them? And just look at Wuya, not deign to answer. <laughs> Some of us longer than others. Indeed, Dewey, and it is it is not past my notice that you have uh, seemed to obtain more powers while assisting these four. Yeah, uh, if you punch a, a, a bookcase, then you get more experience, it's weird. This is why you're not allowed past the Emerald Door. Yeah. Regardless. They have a copy of that here? I beg your pardon? Behind the emerald door? Tabakini oh, yeah. just makes the, like, <laughs> gesture. <laughs> yes, uh, there is. It's in rather the interesting, the interesting section. Candlekeep. Hmm. How to phrase this? Candlekeep is a place of learning, of exploration. People come to us very frequently with, with knowledge to add to our stores and they seek to gain knowledge of their own to take away. But 
sometimes in the course of candle keeps activities situations come up that the avowed are not powerful enough to handle and everyone else is too busy to handle so i have a proposition for the five of you candle keep sometimes needs a little bit of extra assistance and if you are willing to help provide said assistance say with what happened with uh Matreus and all of that very interesting situation. If you are willing to assist when such situations arise, you may take up more permanent lodgings here at Candlekeep. That will give you the time, I think, to seek out whatever it is you are here to seek. And when you are done, when you have found what you seek and you no longer wish to help Candlekeep, of course, you are free to go. May we leave and return during the duration of our employment? It may well be necessary. It was unusual that, that such an event happened within the gates of Candlekeep. Very often, some things happen where mm, a situation needs to be tracked down involving, involving a book in another sitting. And of course, in, in, the, um, in the course of, of such work, you may leave and return and leave and return as, as you will you are not prisoners of Candlekeep. You are assistants. How how big are these rooms? I beg your pardon. A, a permanent permanent lodging. Ah yes, you would have a, a a suite in one of the towers. And don't think I don't know about your hole in the wall, doing. It would be bigger than that. Ooh, the window. Yes. Um. Would uh, uh, so the ten day duration would be done away with for for the five of you while you are helping Candlekeep? Yes, and then and then as as uh, situations arise that Candlekeep needs you to help deal with, we also recompense in kind. I believe that you have received gold and inks for your your assistance with the the hidden mansion. Quite a story there. Not really worth talking about. A permanent Morden Canaan's mansion. I I admit I did not know about that, but Cassandia kept her secrets. Very well, it seems. Quite well. None of us thought to look into the room where where she spent much of her time. But you didn't think to look at it when Matronis that's his name, Matronis. Um when he disappeared. (laughs) Just cast a little detect magic. Send an eight-year-old. We did not reckon that it was something quite so uh, interdimensional or extra-dimensional as the case may be. Had we realized, we may not have sent you, but I think you benefited from it. Did you not, Wuya? Yeah. But also, it's just like, you know, I mean, you can cast magic, right? I can, certainly. But I also have my other work that I that I do. Generally, the avowed handle matters in the towers. Okay. Odilla will give Wuya just a little kick. (laughs) 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 She'll say, "So, do you have another assignment for us that you are making this offer right now?" No. At the moment, there, there, there is nothing immediately pressing. This 
mission was a little bit of a test and now you have passed it and your your skills could be of great use too to Candlekeep if you are willing to employ them as such. And if you have and, and any research that you have, we will assist you with. We help each other. I have one special request. And what is that, Mr. Moreover? Well, my wife and I uh, are accustomed to a certain level of... Uh, of domicile. And so for the duration of our employment, uh, I would ask that the, uh, the, the magnificent mansion be given to us as our quarters. An interesting request. I don't need your money. It's of no interest to me, frankly. This is what I ask as, pay, as recompense. Yes, I believe that that can be arranged. We have, I'm, it can be arranged, but I would ask that you allow researchers to go in and have a look at the mansion periodically. A permanent mansion is something that is completely unheard of. Oh, I'm counting on it. <laughs> but I, from the, from the old tone of voice, I imagined that you were considering the barbarity of having us stay in a suite of rooms without walk-in closets, and that simply will not pass. Well, I would, I would hardly wish to offend your sensibilities, Mr. Moreover. Yes, I believe that you may have use of that mansion. Will all five of you wish to stay there or should I have other rooms? My wife o and Odilla I- gives, Odilla gives a quick, <laughs> no. <laughs> that, does, that does rather simplify the, uh, the, pre the preparation of the suite. Muya, you've been quiet. Yeah. No, I'm good. This is of interest to you? Mm-hmm. Very well. And the, uh, and the rest of you? Assuming that <laughs> the mansion is, is uh, of your, to your taste. Well, sure. to be yeah. honest, there's not really any reason to say no at this point. Be tall and luggage for weirdos. N no offense. I mean, it has been some time since I have had to actively work, but I suppose if I am planning to continue my studies and re-enter the workforce, here's as good a place as any. And, and the recompense is, of course, great. You, you're, you're, you could not ask for a greater repository of knowledge for your studies anywhere no, certainly in the material plane. Well, then, I believe... Uh, Dewey, would you see that our bags make it to uh, the mansion, please? Thank you. Certainly, I'll use the disc at first this time. Then I believe we have an agreement. If you are amenable to it, we will draw up a, a contract that you of course may look over at your leisure and uh, get that sorted out. Okay. All right. And Alchrist rises from, from the table, gives everyone a very polite little, little bow and walks out. And that's where we're going to go to break. We got raided. Oh, we did get away. Raid. Friends. Who raided? The Nerd the Asylum. Nerd Asylum. Always good to see you folks. And Jay Matthews 85 with gipping out some subs. Thank you so much for that. You're Be sure to friend. follow us. 
Um, and we're going to do a giveaway for one of these cool little uh, notebooks that says Swords and Sages, has her logo on the back and on the inside, courtesy of Dice Cream Sandwich, who made those. Who let the nerd uh, asylum out? <laughs> hashtag chaos in the chat for a chance to win um, that. that. That wonderful little notebook. All right, well, then we're going to go ahead and go to break while y'all are entering, and we'll be back as soon as it takes six people to use six bathrooms. The math changed. I know. Hello guys, gals, and non-binary pals, and welcome back to Swords and Sages. I hope you all had a lovely little break, and I believe we are getting ready to push the big red button to draw the winner for the tiny notebook. And here it is. Do it. No Bond Clancy. No Bond Clancy. <laughs> Rex A676. Oh, that's the Pantone's color of the month, I think. <laughs> that's a name I haven't heard in a while. Yes. Good, good, good to see you, friend. Oh, Bob Clancy missed the giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> Irony. Oh. Aww. Oh, no. This is the best day ever. Wow. <laughs> Step out of the room or something when we were talking about Take that reign of terror. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. You missed it by that much. <laughs> The swag throne shall remain <laughs> unswagged tonight. Let's not talk tonight. about people that didn't win. Let's talk about Re Rex A6. Yes, thank you. Congratulations. We'll get that out to you as soon as Thomas is able to get out to the post office. I have actually, I dropped off five packages today trying to catch up Ooh. from previous things. As you do. I, I sympathize entirely. So in the first half of, of today's episode, we mostly talked about macaroni and cheese and um, the- the Just uh, trying to get those sponsorships, you know. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. <laughs> And Raft, our, Velveeta, anybody? Yeah. Annie's. Get at us. Annie's, Annie's, yeah, Annie's, Annie's, yeah, Annie's is local. Peter Joe's. Okay. I'll take anything if it has macaroni and cheese, not Kraft. Uh, I'm sorry, Kraft. You, you, <laughs> I love Kraft, but we'll, yes. Yeah, okay. Homeroom. Hey, homeroom, if you want to support it. Homeroom. Who, uh, <laughs> buddy. Uh, and and our, our eccentric adventurers were offered a ongoing position at Candlekeep as basically the resident adventurers, the people who go and handle problems when they need to be handled. And they accepted because staying in Candlekeep past the 10-day was... Great, great for everyone. Yeah, and as all crest and Dewey leaves, gets a window. <laughs> Dewey gets a window. Aww. As all crest leaves, I just say to the group, "Yeah, he's he's kind of a dick." <laughs> and the door shuts a little more firmly than necessary behind him. Bethany just makes a mental note of like, if I run into him later, I need to make some amends so that I'm on his good side. Yeah, well, yeah, you will learn that you don't need to say everything that pops into your head. You can keep some of those just for yourself. Macaroni unicorns. 
Is there okay. supposed to be some sort of keyword for a spell? I'm not familiar with that one. Oh, God, it is now. So is that a horse with just one piece of macaroni coming out of its forehead? Or is it an entire unicorn made out of macaroni? Didn't that one artist you like have a sculpture that was sort of like a like a centaur doing battle with a oh. with a wyvern or something made out of macaroni? Or am I and, and out of nowhere, Odilla has a glass of bourbon <laughs> and she's just drinking <laughs> necessary when dealing with this particular group all right so um we are going to go into what you folks have been doing in your downtime because a, a 10 day passes without any incident the life of candle keep continues to ebb and flow around you people come in people leave there's various uh spirited debates in the common room of the hearth over over various academic minutiae that is only interesting to the people who are involved in it but life goes on uh and i'll go around the virtual table and start with odilla what are you doing for that 10 day um she's going to spend most of it actually doing what she came to candle keep to do mm -hmm. um which is research uh the author that she totally knows the name liliana <laughs> elliott <laughs> um so she is going to look through she's going to start with all the books that weren't the tears of argus to see if there's any patterns in those books mm -hmm. um and then once she feels like she's done her research on all of those books she will really focus on the various copies of the tears of argus the one that she first got from the avowed which is the more typical edition versus the um edition that she got out of the mansion which is like a seems like a special edition and she's going to focus on what some of those differences are okay um yeah a lot of a lot of the differences are in the the foreword of of the special the special edition of, of of the book that gives a little bit more context into the publishing history and the long road that Liliana had to go through in order to get this book published. Um, apparently, this was the first book that that she had written, and uh, it was not a genre that anyone was particularly interested in for quite a while. Because, as I said, in this in uh, in a different context, it might be called sci-fi speculative fiction about the the outer planes and uh ships that travel through them and it's not like uh it's it's not it's not a how-to it's a story of of a ship and its crew that is flying through these particular planes and i mean you've you've, you've seen this you've seen this story you know numerous times and i'm sure you flipped through it a couple of times the story itself is very well written no one thought that it would have a, an audience because it was just a little bit too out there. Um, but after a great deal of work, she was able to get it published. And you get the name of the of, of the of the company that took a, a chance on her. They are based out of Baldur's Gate because at the time, Baldur's Gate was the only place that was a little bit crooked enough to be like, you know what, this this seems weird enough. Let's give this a shot. And it paid off for them in spades. She is now one of the more prolific writers in of, of along the Sword Coast, um, with copies with the regular copies in pretty much any, any library you care to name. But the special editions, you find out there were only a uh, hundred of this of this particular book printed, and they were given oh, as what? of uh, of, of Tears oh. of Argus. 
Okay. There were only a hundred copies of the special edition of Tears of Argus printed, and those were given as gifts generally. These are not, this is not something that you can buy unless you buy it from the person who has it, but it's not available on bookshelves and things like that. What was the name of the publishing company? Shit. <laughs> oh, she'll write down the name of the publishing company. Thank you. I'll, I, I will get back to you with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, and 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 again, that that was something that definitely uh, launched that particular publishing house because prior to maybe ten years ago, this publisher was unheard of, and Liliana was the one that launched them. Ironically. Okay. So not right away, but she will just out of curiosity, perhaps later, try to find other books by other authors or other authors that this publishing company took on mm-hmm. afterwards. Okay. Um, yeah. She'll make a note that that's something she wants to follow up on, but it's not like urgent research. Sure, sure, sure. All right. So we'll we'll come back around to that. Yeah. The, the other thing she wants to do is if Wuya does decide to try to check out the art of macaroni, she'll kind of shadow him and see where it, if the avowed say says it's available. Wuya, do, do, do you go to uh, the, the avowed in charge of checking books out and see if you're able to get that book? I would say that it would probably be only about an hour of one day. Oh, can, yeah. I, can I get a... Can I have the art of macaroni? Um, well, give us a moment and they'll, you know, go through the, 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 the card catalog, which always takes a minute or it's got 12. a blue cover and it says the art of macaroni. It almost looks like macaroni art ish. You know, I don't know what edition that was, but it, it was really nice. Hmm. Yes. It looks like we have three different editions, but not that particular one that you mentioned. Hmm. Okay. So Dilla makes note of that as she overhears that and um, makes a note that she wants to go back to the mansion to see if it's there. All right. Um, Dewey, what are you up to for this 10 day? Uh, <clears throat> so uh, do we get, we get rooms in a tower, right? Yes. I am going to first move into a room in a tower and do like lay down on the bed, like, you know, see if there's a bath like really you know like put on the robe that comes with the room and the slippers the full the full the full nine yards of vacation so Um, so so the three of you are put into a suite of rooms there's a common room in the in the center and then each of you has has your own bedroom and then there is a a water closet slash bathroom off of it as well uh so yes if that's the case then odilla (laughs) definitely has words you two do not enter this room ever. <laughs> and with that, and then she turns around and like shuts the door. <laughs> Wait, which room did she take? Was it the big one? Oh, yes. Staring at bathroom with a fifteen-year-old and an eight-year-old. <laughs> that would be my definition of hell. Yes, my dear. You should welcome my negotiation skills. <laughs> I have never questioned your negotiation skills, Angel, but uh, would you be offended if I invited Odilla over to use the facilities on occasion? I think she Not might like to escape the boys. There it um, and then uh, for at least three days out of there, I will be scribing scrolls. Three right. scrolls. 
What, two, what, go ahead. Two uh, scrolls of mage armor mm-hmm. and one scroll of comprehend languages. All right. And that's in your uh, character sheet? Uh, it's in my notes because I couldn't figure out how to add it. You have to add it as a separate item. And yeah, it's... it's the, it wasn't in the manage equipment, so... Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, that is that is noted. All right. Is there anything else that you would like to be doing during that time? If I heard about where that book was, you know, the Art of Macaroni book disappearing and where it's going, I might want to, you know, I think I'd also at some point have uh, uh, Rusty Rusty. create a ruckus up in the attic again and just, you know, just because. Do do you go back and forth to the mansion uh, periodically or are you doing ruckuses in in other attics? No, in the mansion. There's plenty the of ruckus in the mansion with, without <laughs> Rusty. Don't worry. If the, if the mansion is ruckusing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Uh, Lester, moreover, what are you up to during the, during this 10-day? Uh, so, yeah, I am turning the mansion into a speakeasy. Like, the uh, the bottom floor of the mansion is it the homunculi are going to get their wish of, you know, serving... And, uh, you know, can you give them little tuxedos? Yeah. Like little little pinstripe suits. And, uh, uh, you know, charging exhort, you know, you, you, you pay to get in and it's all, you know, once you're inside, it's all free. And there's, uh, uh, you know, they can go to the, the only thing is uh, don't go in the arboretum. There's, uh, you know, we're, we're not responsible for what happens to you if you go in the arboretum. Uh, and uh, you know, we 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 tell everybody who comes in gets told like you know uh, if you intro, you know if you tell someone about this place, you tell your friends, but don't tell your boss. So over the course of the ten day, the what 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 do you call the speakeasy? Club Scepter. Club Scepter becomes one of the best kept open secrets in in Candlekeep. So most of the avowed are aware of it. None of the great readers are aware, as far as you know. <laughs> and it is. Can I just a- say now, once the pandemic's over and Quest and Chaos throws a party, we are definitely having a club scepter party. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my God, yes. I will wear a pinstripe suit for this. <laughs> Everyone. So, so uh, on occasion, Dewey does go and carry some bags and slips him a little card that says club scepter on it and uh, mm-hmm. like a little code on it. So I get my cut. <laughs> uh, but, and, and I'm actually using the crime uh, um, uh, uh, off time thing, downtime thing, um, because one of the things I'm doing is I'm pumping every avowed for knowledge about like work rotations and, you know, that sort of thing, just to, should a heist become necessary, I will, I will have information. Okay. Okay. Sort of, you know, looking for contacts, looking for people who I can, uh, you know, leverage. Okay. Um, Could you roll me two persuasion checks, please? Of course. Let's give these birds of paradise a workout. Uh, Tamakatora also wants to know how the fees are for the exit password. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's free to enter, (laughs) but you got to pay to get out. I mean, uh, if, if, if the mint juleps are flowing, who would want to leave? 
So let's see. Plus, so I have a 22 and a 20, neither natural. All right. Um, you are able to make a couple of, of friends among the avowed once you've pumped them full of, of enough drinks. And you're, you're able to make contacts with people who they're, they're more than happy to chat with, with good old Les about all of the, the goings-ons of the, of the avowed out in Candlekeep. You hear all of the juicy gossip. So you you can make a note of that somewhere if you like that that you have basically two um, uh, associates. Nice. And you know, on my off, one day off, uh, the actual reason that I come came to Candlekeep, I'm going through like old, um, not like old history books, and uh, actually reading about my fam the family that is gone, all of my family, and just sort of like finding little stories about uh, uh, my former family that has, uh, during this trip, I will find out at some point that my entire line is gone. There's no one left of my family. Okay. Um, hmm. Interesting. Okay. So how long has it been since you have been in contact with your family? Hundreds of years. Okay. So, I mean, there are stories all uh, uh, up and down the Sword Coast, primarily in Baldur's Gate and Neverwinter, with a few coming out of uh, Waterdeep. Um, you have a few heroes in your line. You have a few notable um, rogues and adventurers. Rogues not of the uh, adventuring type, more of the uh, notable criminals type. Um and, you know, there are some generations where nothing happened. It was very quiet, very peaceful. Someone raised a happy little family. And then the, and then that blood came through. And if you want to know more details about it, we, we, we can work it out off stream. Um, Wu Ya, what are you up to for those for that 10 day? Yeah. So uh, Wu Ya is incredibly dissatisfied with the materials he has been given not getting the right uh, information. Um, and, you know, when you approach Candlekeep, you see there's an entire back section that you do not have access to. Part of that 10 day, we are going to be watching how people get in through the Emerald Door. Mm. Okay. Um, it's not a secret, really. They, they're really only the high-level researchers are allowed through through the 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 door, uh, and people who are actually like doing the book running within. So there are avowed who are assigned behind the Emerald Door, mm -hmm. um, but they are very specific, and there are people who have been with Candlekeep for a long time. Partially, and oh, yeah, I don't think Scepter is going to work for that door. <laughs> oh no. Um... I'm just, I'm curious what's behind it. Because like, you know, when you're like approaching from the coast, you can see it's like, it's like a snowman, right? Like you see, you see the head here and then there's a big butt. It's almost like an ant. Like we're only at the head and then there's the whole thorax behind it that we haven't gotten to. You have the most interesting analogies, Booyah. Yeah. But you, you're here, like, don't you want to see what's on the other end? I would not be opposed to that, but um, perhaps we might need to do a little research on how to get to the other side of that. 
Oh yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm just, I'm watching right now. Well, I'll leave you to that then. Thank you. Um, so like, there's no like uh, exchanging of anything to get through. Is there any? Um... So we, it, when hmm, there are very few people who are not the avowed assigned to the inner sanctum that that you see go in, but the, the two or three that you do see go in uh, present the, the the person who is at the door with a letter. Mm -hmm. And it is opened, examined, and you see a, a glowing hand pass over it as I bump my mic. Glowing hand pass pass over it before they are granted entry. Uh, with my knowledge of magic, would I know what that glowing hand is? It is. Uh, I would have to look up to, to, to see if there's a specific spell for it, but it's basically like a uh, uh, the lights that you shine on on a driver's license to make sure it's mm -hmm. real but the magical version thereof. I'm going to go up to uh, the bouncer and just like walk up to him. It's like, um, excuse me, how do I get in? And this, this enormous Goliath of a person looks down at you. You come up to a maybe the middle of their thigh. They are a very tall person. Hi. Uh, well, little one, uh, in order well, to- I'm not a little one. Little one's at the, the, the heart. Small child. That's true. <laughs> uh, no one is allowed past these doors unless they work in, in the library itself or if they have special dispensation. And there are only 10 people who can give such dispos disposition. Oh, and who would that be? That would be the Keeper of Tomes, the First Reader, or any of the Great Readers. Oh, okay. But you must have a very good reason for going in because, well... There's a great deal of knowledge that is very dangerous back there. Oh yeah, knowledge is, it can be really tricky. Um, hmm. Is, um, is it possible I could talk to Zirog? Talk to who? Uh, he, he, uh, what is it? Uh, not, not Gith, Gith, uh, Gith. I always mix them up. Is it Gith Yankee or Gith Zerai? He's a Gith Zerai. Yeah. Can I talk with him sometime? Perhaps. He's a very, very busy person. Mm-hmm. And? You can, if, if you would like, you may send a message to, to him and he will uh, answer accordingly. Okay. I, I cannot speak for the great readers. Oh, no, you're not one. So I am not. Yeah. Who, who, who should I give the letter to? Can I give it to you? No, you don't want to do that. You, your, your job's here. I'm, right? I am, I am busy. There are, there are messengers who will take things to, to the great readers and their various uh, workshops. Okay. Ask, ask, ask your, ask your friend Dewey. I've seen you around with. Mm. What can you tell me about Dewey? He's been here since he was about your age. Oh wow, that's a long time. He's been he's he has been a most excellent young man from what I've seen of him. We don't we don't interact very often. Cool. Cool. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'm and, gonna I'm gonna write that letter now. All right. Be well. Okay, bye. Um <laughs> if at any point I can just position myself in a way to 
see one of those said people that have passed through. I just want to see like what lies slightly beyond the door. Mm-hmm. Um, slightly beyond the door, you, you would imagine it to be more grand with how incredible the emerald door looks like. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's nice. You would assume that beyond it would be every bit as extravagant, every bit as grand, but it's actually rather pedestrian. It is a hallway that is well lit by ever-burning flames um, and continues back into, before before the door closes kind of in your face, uh, mm. a, a room that seems to open up into forever. Mm. Okay. But it's the 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 light is not not quite good enough to get a good view on the on the room. All right. Um, I guess with the remaining time, I would probably walk around the mansion to see or save the arboretum because apparently that's a shit show that we don't want to get into. Um, any fey dragons? They're fun. Ah. <laughs> um, but yeah, looking around just trying to get a sense of what Fistandia was all about, why she felt it was necessary to make said mansion and um, compose a letter for, um, oh God, his name, Vizier Og. Okay. Um, So I can get an audience with him at some point. All right. Uh, Looking around, especially if you spend time reading Fistandia's memoirs, where I'm sure you would know that you would get the best sense of who she was um she was a devoted follower of mistra Mm -hmm. the sort of person who pushed the bounds of what magic could do and in turn because gods take their power from worship um gave more power to mistra so it's very much a give and take relationship between the goddess and her follower and in thanks for everything that she did, uh, Mistra created this mansion for her at, at Fistandia's request. Okay. A place where she could study for weeks without being interrupted. Cool. Um, can I get if there is a greater sense of why she wanted that isolation other than fuck people when I'm reading? <laughs> It's basically fuck people when when I'm reading, but also the kinds of things that she was working on, uh, like the alchemical workshop down downstairs where she was trying to transmute items into gold. So mm-hmm. it was trying to break that age-old question, that age-old secret. Um, and she didn't want anyone getting access to that knowledge if she, if she did figure it out. And now that we've been in there for days, there's no time dilation, right? The no, time- there... There, uh, time passes exactly the same in the mansion as it does out in the in the rest of the world. All right. I need macaroni and cheese and bacon. Some vegetables. Uh, the homunculi have a strict no macaroni and cheese rule. What? But like cumin. <laughs> macaroni. I'm sorry. The master of the house said no. It's a building block of art, boy. Can can I have like, oh, uh, I guess linguine with some cheese then? It's fine. Is that is that is that the same? No, it's fine. All right, and they'll make you linguine with cheese. The Yay! only art made out of linguine is profane. 
Fuseli, Fuseli Jerry. <laughs> Don't you mean sacred, darling? Depends on who's saying it, I suppose. Uh, Sabachthani. I think at some point, well, <laughs> can I just say, I think at one point, Odilla also goes back to Mansion because she wants to see if Art of Macaroni is back in the library. And she walks in like shocked to see this speaking, shocked for a moment and then just remembering who's staying here and not shocked at all that there's a speakeasy going on. And she kind of just rolls her eyes and goes straight to the library. (laughs) Random person in front trying to get money from you to enter. Yeah. No, no, I don't charge, you all, you all have caught lunch. Uh, so you go you go into the library where you had originally found the art of macaroni, and there it is, right back on the shelf where it belonged. Hmm. And she'll leave. <laughs> She's not in the mood to party tonight. Mm, I do have one other question I wanted to ask. Um, I go up to that same scribe who told me about the uh, um, art of macaroni prior, and I was like, um, why do you have multiple copies? Because every copy has something a little bit different and every, every difference brings a different kind of, a different layer of knowledge. So if you look at the different editions and you see what changed and why, you can build out a more thorough knowledge of the art of macaroni hmm. in okay. this case. I was just curious as to why you had multiple copies. Because apparently in the Forgotten Realms, my macaroni is a high fucking art. <laughs> Didn't mm-hmm. expect to be adding that to the canon. <laughs> I'm not from around here on the Sword Coast, so I guess I, I didn't know macaroni was like really big. Oh, it is certainly a thing. Uh, it's a little, it's a little outside of my taste personally, but each to their own as far as art goes. I just like eating it in certain circles of hell. <laughs> Beauty of macaroni is that it is simultaneously canvas and oil paint. It is the basis of the art, and yet it is the art itself. You should really read that book, son. Oh, I guess so. Oh, well, they don't have the same copy. Hmm. Uh, You know, if you get the copy with the red cover on it, uh, I know the author. No way. What's her name? Uh, Lest Moreover. (laughs) <laughs> that's you. Yes. Twist. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, dun, so like, dun, dun. Since we're friends, do can I have can I just have a copy? You got one on you? Well, I don't normally carry it. Well, look right here. Let me sign this for you. Sure, have a copy of the the second edition of the. Of course, what, what the second I, edition. Oh God, what was it? It was called something like the uh, the Simpleton's Guide to Macaroni, macaroni art. art. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> awesome. Look, it was a bestseller in like the first three levels of hell. He had to go to a second printing right away. I think that's all my curiosity. <laughs> I don't believe you for a second. No good <laughs> title. <laughs> no, but I'm talking a lot right now. Sabachthani, what are you up to, to the, for those for that 10-day? Uh, Sabachthani, surprisingly, spends very little time in the mansion, other than when she sleeps from about 4 a.m. to noon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's the night owl of the group, apparently. Um, 
No, Sabathony is going to uh, very politely send a message to Sylvira and Mm -hmm. uh, request an opportunity to talk with her again. Um, at which and and indicate that she is looking for uh, a laboratory space to use for some potion making and inquiring about that, and also just like and then the little like kind of postscript of like and also it would be lovely to spend some time in the company of someone who understands our particular worldview. She will send that off, and you get a message that evening back. Uh, not 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 so quick as to seem, you know, excited. But <laughs> can't text back right away. Got to exactly. wait a couple minutes. Yeah, exactly. It's the note excited. sprayed with perfume. <laughs> no, but no, but it does smell a little bit like brimstone. Home, mm. mm. exactly. A perfume in its own way. <laughs> uh, and and, and Silvera indicates to, uh, replies that that she is more than happy to share laboratory space. There is room enough for for more than. More, more, more space than she necessarily needs, and it would be wonderful to spend time with such a cultured lady. Delightful. Um, so then, essentially, for the rest of the week, um, mechanically, I'm going to spend four days brewing healing potions down in the lab. Um, and in the time around that, I will spend chatting with Silvira and trying to do some more of my specific research. Okay. So... so- after, about the fifth about the uh toward toward the evening of of the ninth day morning of the tenth because she is also a night owl and very very intrigued to have someone else to talk with in the wee hours of the morning um she she you and she are chatting and someone taps on on the door and people don't usually bother her at this at this time because everyone's asleep every every sensible person is asleep I'm probably sitting in like ho- I'm probably playing fetch with her imp, who I have hopefully, or her closet rather, who I have hopefully befriended in the course of this time. Oh, the closet and you are best buddies, <laughs> and yeah, you're 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 playing fetch with with a a ball that is made of uh, the intestines of some horrible creature. Absolutely. <laughs> And just chuck across the room and then you're like, pause. You draw it correctly that it bounces. You can get full rebound off the back wall. It's amazing. With Cronus. <laughs> <laughs> no <Yeah>. comment. No <laughs> comment. Uh, but, a, but a knock come, but it comes at the door and uh, Silvira is like, were you expecting someone, my dear? Unless lester is looking for me but he knows perfectly well not to bother me when i'm working that's very odd i also assume he's busy drinking right now it does seem to be a habit of his does it not and she oh, one of my favorites <laughs> and she gets up from the armchair where she was sitting with, with you sets her glass of wine down and, and walks over to, to the door um you you two have finished working for for the night so she's a more right. you know not not her work a day tunic and trousers that can be that can have various horrible substances spilled on it. <laughs> this yeah. is a much more like drapey dress thing. Yeah, we've we've moved to the like uh, rich widowess robes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very Less much. So. Line, yeah, with that with that drapey train out behind you. Absolutely, only I, the finest. Oh, exactly, out of the finest silk and and horrible creatures from hell. 
and uh she opens it she opens the door and there's a quiet conversation um do you do you want to i absolutely am trying to listen (laughs) mother taught me to always pay attention what's going on in your surroundings all right give me a perception check that is a 16 all right um you're not able to hear all of what the person on the other side is saying but you get the sense that um Silvera had had asked someone to keep an eye out for something and and it had uh surfaced so and now there and and she comes back in looking very excited holding a book it's like well i i was i was hoping that this would uh turn up eventually and what a what a wonderful a wonderful occurrence that it happened while you were here as well my dear and she'll she'll bring the book over to the little side table and and set it down uh very very pleased and it is it is a book about seven inches wide nine inches tall it's a good size book um but it doesn't look like it was bound by any printer that you are aware of it looks like uh, a journal where someone wrote a bunch of notes and then stitched them in themselves the papers are Mm -hmm. all different sizes the handwriting when you flip it open is horrifically fast like you have to kind of squint at the spiky handwriting to make anything out Mm. And uh, on 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 the on the cover is is the name of the book, Mazfroth's Mighty Digressions. And a clue. <laughs> and the and the and the and the name of the author, uh, Mazfroth Gether, are inscribed in beautiful gold ink on the front, and then the rest of it looks like garbage. <laughs> but it's garbage that that uh, Savira is very interested in. Lucy, ah, good kitty. Yes, good. You you know when to base the you know when to boost the ratings, my friend. She heard the name of the module and was like, "I must make an appearance." <laughs> he's a, he's a, he's a clever lad like that, very much so. Um, but yeah, this book looks like it, it's not well stitched. It's not well put together, and she handles it very carefully, as if it could fall apart in her hands at any moment. Maz- Masfroth wrote a great deal about about the weave and also about uh, lycanthropy. And you might be interested in this, Sabachthani, how, how the demon lords of hell may be connected to the various kinds of lycanthropes. Oh, now that is certainly an area of my particular interest. It, precisely. I, th- I, I, I am delighted that this arrived when you are here. And she'll be carefully flipping through looking for that section. And she's like, ah, I think... I think think this might be part of it and she'll turn it so that the two of you can look at it together oh yeah just right up in there squinting like my digressions is correct did this did this person learn how to write in cursive and then just forget entirely when they put pen to paper they they may have learned to write in cursive and then been struck repeatedly on the head ah yes well i mean i imagine investigating lycanthropy and devils can do that to you exactly exactly so mm. and she's she's flipping through very like all of the casual drinking you know widow's re- relaxation is gone this is the scholar who oh who yeah in here with Full you. snap yeah yeah and i imagine you're wrapped up in it with her oh yeah no i'm just like fully over her shoulder reading as much as i can as fast as i can keep up with her Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she and, and she does pause when when she thinks that you might that there might be a passage that you would find particularly interesting and point out a couple of things and then like interesting, interesting. Some because he 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 he's countering the idea that 
the, the the god of the hunt malor is is the one directly responsible for lycanthropes but he's he's evil and uh so and there are and there are were creatures that are not evil such as werebears fascinating so certainly he's considering that there are multiple origin points is that exactly. what seems to be the fear first i have never heard of this this masroth he's not well known i assume or only in certain circles, perhaps? In certain circles, he's very well known. This is a valuable tome that I have had my eye out for a long time, but it's never surfaced. There were, I mean, as you can see, there's really only one copy. Yes, indeed. Uh, and Smackley is going to notice where some of the binding is coming loose and just kind of like gently like snake her hand up under uh, Silvira's and cast mending on it to like stitch it back together a little bit. <laughs> When you do so, you feel the, the tingle of, of the mending pass through your fingers and into the book, and it starts to reform, and then something warbles under your hand. Oh, no. Like you poked, uh, for lack of a better term, like you poked a, a bowl of jello. Oh, yeah. Immediately pull the hand back, like, hmm, that is not a sensation that I want when I am reading. <laughs> and then this thing starts to shift in Silvira's hands and she immediately like self-preservation instinct in a library like this is strong she yep. frisbees it across the room oh yeah and, and in midair it changes roll initiative I know Dilla's not there to stab it <laughs> <laughs> I was genuinely hoping that other people would be involved with this but it was too late at night this so. just became uptime <laughs> You know, I, uh, apparently this is just my lot this week in D&D. Every game I have poked the thing I shouldn't poke, and uh, uh, we're just continuing the grand trend. My love, do not worry. We have a tonic of charm. Oh, well, thank goodness. I can just convince it not to bite me. I know how you do love that tonic of charm. You do know how I love that fucking tonic of charm. <laughs> We're past 11 minutes, right, Thomas? We are well past 11 minutes at this point. Um, so this, this creature turns into a sphere of ectoplasm as oh, it soars God. through the air and then hovers there. And immediately as it's hovering there and, and Silvira is like gesturing to start pulling on the weave and her, because I mean, she's- a, Yep, mm -hmm. oh yeah. She's she very good at what she do too. You're both just assaulted with this, these impressions, these thoughts, these primal instincts for lack of a better term that is just feed, feed. What did you roll for initiative? 19. <laughs> what the heck? Okay. Okay. All right. So uh, you are going to go first. What would you like to do? I, fighting a book again. What the hell is this library? It doesn't, it doesn't seem to be a book anymore for what that's worth. It is a, uh, a, a rare book. A roughly three foot in diameter uh, a sphere of ectoplasm just hovering there in this in the air. Okay. Well, um, you know, double checking. I have to remember because I leveled up. What do I actually have? Um, you know, I'm just gonna look at me, be like, be look at uh, Sophia and be like, you're you're good at range, aren't you? And I'm gonna 
uh, just like clap my hands together in that very like rich lady, like Karen, well then gesture. And I would like to try to thunder wave this thing a little further away from us. <laughs> I would need it to fail a constitution saving throw, please. A constitution saving throw. What's the DC on that? Uh, 14. <laughs> it rolled on that one. Cool. So I'm assuming that's going to fail. Oh, I would imagine just a little bit. So your thunder wave blows out and it's on the, so it's on the other side of the work table. So your thunder wave hits the table, hits a, hits a couple potted plants and then slams into the ectoplasm and the whole thing just goes flying back. How far back does thunder wave push? Uh, 10 feet. All right. This actually seems to go closer to 15 feet because the, it rolled a nat one on this. Sure. And it goes flying backwards and like dings into the corner of, of uh, Silvera's desk. Yeah. And of course, anybody who's anywhere remotely near us just hears a boom out mm-hmm. 300 feet. Oh, um, yeah. There, you, you, you're starting to hear very faintly with your, with your passive perception, you're starting to hear startled cries from around the tower. You are down in the basement, so that helps. But there are people not far away. <laughs> I'm not necessarily mad at the idea of other people showing up. Um, <laughs> just saying. Uh, that will be uh, seven damage as well. All right. Excellent. A good start. Pens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At which point I will then turn to Silvera and be like, I apologize. I will replace those pointing to the plants. And she's, she's already gathering uh, energy between her hands and saying, no, no, my dear, you are, you are being very helpful. Thank you. Hmm. <laughs> I'm behind the high level character. This is, <laughs> I was going to say, this is some good foreplay for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I said I was going to flirt with everyone now that I have charisma. I mean, as... And a tonic of charm. I am not drinking the tonic of charm for an ectoplasm. We can save that for a week. I might oh, have to seduce a werewolf. <laughs> Look. I you were playing a bard. <laughs> there she is. Is that... Oh, God. Wait, is that a joke? <laughs> I haven't been subtle about that fact. And, and, uh, um... Silvera will look at the situation, sigh, and say, well, it's just as well that paper can't burn here, and casts fireball right on top of this thing. Mm, Lovely. Mm, Isn't it just in the box? (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, it fails that dramatically. And um, (laughs) you watch as a lot of the ectoplasm around the edges of it just sizzles away leaving like a, a, a handful, like you could cup it in your hand. Mm-hmm. And both of you are assailed with this scream of pain. Mm, just like family reunions. <laughs> uh, make me a constitution saving throw at advantage because it is very much like family reunions. Idly, a backstory that helps me instead of harms me. Uh, that's an 18. Oh yes, you pass easily. Like you, you now have it. You, your head is not happy with this situation, but uh, you, you don't take any damage, and you're not like dazed by it. Uh, and seeing that its its shriek of pain did not seem to do anything to either of you, um, <laughs> it's 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 going to start flying towards the two and two of you, uh, reaching out with like ectoplasm pseudopods tentacles. 
you're not quite sure what to call them, but it's definitely doing what James is doing right at this moment. It's like, trying to reach for the two of you, but it got blown back so far. Mm, and af- after she winged it across the room, that it can't yeah. quite get to you. Uh, but it's, it's it, it, it can't get to you and still have an action. How's that? There so, we go. So, so it gets up to you and is, and is trying to reach out, but it just is not quite quick enough as it comes back around to your turn. Mm, okay. Um, then, uh, oh man, what do I think this thing is bad at? Probably everything. Cause it's ectoplasm. Um, I'm just, I'm just gonna, okay. I'm just gonna look at it and just be like, really, really now is that the be- you're, is that the best you can do? I've fought books that were far scarier than you in the past. Um, and that's going to be a wisdom saving throw, DC 14. Wisdom. Oh, As I mock it. That. Okay. <laughs> uh, that is a 12. I don't think that's going to make it. That does not make it, unfortunately, for it. And uh, it, I did roll max damage, so that is four psychic damage. Okay. Um, as you are essentially scolding it... <laughs> It's what I'm best at. Very, the very school marm scolding. It like trembles and shakes and is just need life, need me. Trying to like press this into your into your head, and then as you respond in kind, Nemo is not here. Uh, as as you respond in kind, it shudders and then falls on the ground in front of you and turns into a splat on the rather nice rug that that was there i will replace that i apologize no worries at all my dear and and since Elvira is like crouched in front of it poking at the the ectoplasm with a pencil do you also participate in scooting the goo i thought this was a young person's game i'm yeah i was gonna say i think odilla walks in her head's in a book she says how many times can one author say wild and like looks up, sees the goo, looks at the two? I don't want to know. And she just turns around <laughs> and leaves the room. Is, is Adela also a late night owl? Because I love that. <laughs> just been following uh, Sabachthani around trying is. to figure out where Sabachthani has been spending all of her nights. Like, I haven't seen her in a week. <laughs> Um, so very only briefly glances up at that. She is in full scholar mm-hmm. mode at the moment and says, uh, Sabachthani, dear, the, the, the shelf that is by my desk, uh, there's a book up on the third shelf, fourth in. Would you mind grabbing that for me? Yes, of course. And we'll go over and fetch said book. And she, she takes it from you and is flipping through it. Aha, I thought as much. Interesting. It's a gigawatsum. I'm sorry, a what? A gigawatsum. I do not name these. And things. now we're in a Dr. Seuss book. I was just Sabathony like, <laughs> no, S- just like deadpan stares her and goes, Do you also allow the eight year old wizards to name things in addition to giving them access to the library? Look, it's 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 much like Morden Kanan's mansion and all of those other whoever discovers it is the one who names it. And in this case, uh, it was a 12 year old boy who was almost dismembered by it. So he got the privilege of naming it and he called it a gig and what's it? You do. Do any of these wizards realize that they can, in fact, change their names? Just something. Well, my husband did it years ago. It's been very beneficial. 
You would think that they would know that, but anyway, I I am sorry about uh your book. I was attempting to assist, but um apparently since it is um attempting to consume us, consume something. Well, what's what's interesting about it is that a gigam what's it is I, I will never be able to say this with a straight face. One point twenty one gigawattsums. Thank you. <laughs> I am I am dead serious. That I, no, is the I, name of this fucking thing. I'm so mad. Wait, it's I a am too. Watson. I am really upset about this. It said ging watsum. Gigawattsum. I mispronounce things. As it, I, <laughs> hey, are we really are we really going to be pedantic about the world's dumbest monster name? Yeah. It's it's gigawatsum now. Yeah, so. DMs yep. aren't wrong. DMs are not wrong. Mm. So the, the the interesting thing about this is that this is a a, a, a construct that a a, a sufficiently advanced uh, spellcaster can create, and um, usually it's used to hide protection inside of rooms and things like that because it can, it can be just about anything as far as a small inanimate object. It can be a sword, it can be a pillow, it can be something that you don't quite expect. But when someone is there that you don't want them to be there, they can um, attack. And well, it wasn't much of a challenge for you and I, but if someone without our abilities were caught unawares, it sucks life out of people. Had it been able to get its tentacles on us, it would have sucked the life out of us. Or attempted to, at least. That sounds like one of my mother's tricks. From what you've said about your mother, they may have. She may be the originator of this particular creature. It's hard oh. to say. Do you, should I send her a nasty letter? Because I will. <laughs> let's let's wait until we confirm whether or not she came up with this terribly named creature. Indeed, I would hope she would have more class than that. So I think your twelve-year-old boy is probably the one to blame. Um. Well, I. I do hope you got enough information out of it to be worth your while. Uh, I feel a bit bad about robbing you of the opportunity to do more investigation. Oh, it's hardly your fault. These these creatures, um, they, they lie in wait. They're much like mimics, actually. They lie oh. in wait until someone is not paying attention. Yes, you told me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> until someone is not paying attention and suck the life out of them. So, honestly, having someone else looking at it and poking it into... Um, into acting may have saved me it might it may have changed back while i was sleeping well then i redact my apology and instead say you're welcome more wine more wine indeed and i'm going to have to have a word with the because books come in here when people use them as payment to get through the door i wonder who Who brought brought it in and why would you like me to Go upstairs and start a conversation while you deal with this? Well, pretty much anyone who could answer that question is probably asleep, so let's leave mm. it for the morning. Fair enough. And she'll she'll cast prestidigitation over the, over the space to clean it up and go over and collect another bottle of wine and pour both of you a glass. I will go find the ball and continue with my game of fetch. As you do. Uh, the following morning, uh, the the word is all over the place in Candlekeep, but there was some kind of thunder spell that went off the night before, and no one's quite sure why, but there doesn't seem to be a problem. So there's a lot of speculation <laughs> going on. 
You would think with the going off of spells, they would be a lot more, mm, I don't know, uh, worried. Oh, I forgot to mention Sabachthani. Um, she 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 did do ascending to someone. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're not you're not sure who she was talking to, but there there was a a quick exchange of conversation between her and someone else. We didn't hear anything in the club. I mean, you were in an extra dimensional space, so I'm assuming you wouldn't carry over, unless someone said scepter at the moment that it was it happened. <clears throat> Well, seeing as it's called Club Scepter, that is likely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really Still question your name of it. your speakeasy. Spothy <laughs> wanders into the breakfast party again, like 30 minutes late with a cup of bourbon, coffee, question mark. <laughs> it's a dark colored liquid in a cup. Who's yep. going to question her? Now dark the homunculus and- get it right. Odilla will just look up, give a look. Go back down to her book that she brought to breakfast. So how is uh, everyone's morning so far? Pretty good. Uh, Mrs. Moreover, this is going to sound really weird. Not uh, as weird as anything else that's ever come out of your mouth. Go ahead, sugar. Oh, okay. Well, speaking of sugar, can I just have a little bit of whatever you're drinking? I'm not going to drink it. I just want it. Why do you want it? Um, Be very precise in your answer here, young man. Oh, okay. Precision. Right. Uh, it's for a spell. What exactly is it that you need for the spell? Uh, not the cup, not your spit, not you, the, the drink. That was indeed incredibly specific, and now makes me more concerned. Is I mean, it if you're, alcohol like spit, that you yeah. need? I'm just gonna wave to like one of the servers and be like, "Excuse me, uh, this is a very strange request. Can I just get like a little vial of I don't know your cheapest liquor?" Sure, I suppose. Thank very, you. All right, sure. And, and, the, and that's the- how to go shots were invented. Again. <laughs> <laughs> a very no. confused serving person. It can be heard saying, "Going into going into the back. Do we have vials?" You realize they're going to they're gonna think we want to drink that swill. Oh, darling, after the night I've had, I do not care. I see. No, and no, what? no, not like that. We uh, a book came to life and tried to attack us again. I was uh, with uh, Silvira. We were we were working on our projects, and then book came to life, like they apparently do around here. Endemic in this place. Indeed. Good thing there aren't books everywhere. I, th- I think, Odilla, I think you got to stab every book you see just to make sure. Uh, it's Well, we know we can't burn them. Well, this one we did, in fact, set on fire. But it wasn't a book at the time. It transformed into something else. And then Savara set it on fire. But... Any of y'all ever heard of Mazfroth? Does that have, have have we? Anyone who yeah. would like to can make an Arcana or a history check. Yeah, first dice roll of the evening. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like, oh, you're I'll go off on these tangents. You're welcome. Mac- you'll go off on these tangents on macaroni, and I can't give you opportunities <laughs> to roll. Oh, it's like out of 16. Okay. 19. Anyone else rolling? 14. We got a bourbon. 
Also, Warped Bob in the chat suggested that we use the goo from our gizm of what's or whatever jello shots. Uh, when we when we do the IRL club scepter, we will we will make a uh, uh, giz widget whatever jello goose shots. Goose goots, some goose goots. That's the password you oh, have to man. say to get out. <laughs> um, goose goots in one bathroom. <laughs> oh dear uh there is not much that is known about masferoth he is he is he was you're not you're not even sure if he's still alive but he is or was the sort of person who would run subjects into the ground he was known for occasionally crossing over planes which is how he learned you would imagine Sabachthani about uh, the possible the, con- the possible connection between lycanthropy and the demon lords of hell. Um, and generally, the, if you didn't know better, you'd say he might be a druid. But the, his writings and what you know about him is much more wizard than druid. He just tended to be out in the wild a lot. So there isn't a great deal known about him, except that um, Masferoth's Mighty Digressions uh, with a 19, you've heard of that book. And it's the sort of thing that people pay out, pay dearly to get their hands on. Wait, 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 wait. You didn't read Masferoth's Digressions, did you? I read a good portion of it, and then it tried to kill us. Mm. It digressed. Indeed. Mightily, I might add. Well, at least it didn't digest. (laughs) You're not wrong. You know, it was supposed (laughs) to be digestions, but thank God for typos, right? (laughs) That autocorrect just saved us. (laughs) This is why every spell book needs a good editor. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I read, I read a, quite a bit of it. Uh, Savara and I got a good portion of the way through before uh, it sort of. Um... Is that the name, or was that the noise it did? It, something uh, like that. I, it's hard to. I'm not. You, you know, abyssal is a much more guttural language oh, okay. uh, than common, but this was a little more juicy than what that usually runs. It's not oh, it's really like a... portion like. <laughs> Yeah, maybe a bit closer to something like that. Maybe more in the like primordial sound and range. It's oh, hard. It's okay. a hard sound to replicate. And closer, once closer. again, Odilla has lost her appetite. <laughs> I enjoy the Mariah. I enjoy the Mariah Carey like one hand in the ear part of that. <laughs> You're gonna lose so much weight, Odilla, being around these people while they're describing sound. Odella, yeah. if you're not gonna eat, you're gonna like die. Ah, uh, sweet revenge! I I almost I almost made Alondra spit her drink. <laughs> still not my best spit take. That still goes to Matt. You'll have to keep trying, but you were close. <laughs> well, Odella, well, uh, w- w- ooh, yeah, perhaps you could um, refrain from making Speaking disgusting sounds. Speaking from at the dinner table. Oh, mm-hmm. you have a. Do you have a weak stomach? I didn't know. You seem to bring it out of me, Wuya. 
So into this conversation, uh, you, see, you, you see your, your friend Sylvira walk, walk, into the, walk, into the, walk into the hearth. I will look at the table very quickly and I will get up and go over to meet her before she quite fully gets to us and just be like, yeah. <laughs> Hi, we were just, we just catching we were just catching breakfast. Have you met my husband, Lester? Lars, come here, sweetie. Uh, I do not yes, my love. Them. Oh, this is my husband, Lester, I've been telling you about. This is uh, Silvara. She's the one who has been allowing me to uh, use her workspace. Oh, my, my wife has sung your praises repeatedly, and she has undersold your grace and your beauty. Oh, she has spoken very highly of you as well. I feel I already know you. It is a pleasure to meet you in person. As well. Have you met our coterie of children? Uh, Dewey, I know. He is uh, something of a, a protege of mine. Yes, uh, Dewey was in fact the one that uh, introduced us. Um, and of course, uh, that is uh, Wuya, the eight-year-old wizard that I have mentioned, and uh, ah. Miss Analdi, who has been invaluable in our recent uh, research and studies. Oh, well, Miss Analdi, a pleasure to meet you, Wuya. This oh. is this is your your group i believe i i believe that all chris mentioned oh we're we're fully a group now then all right that's that's fair enough curious what do you think of all chris <laughs> uh i keep my opinions about the other readers to myself oh okay how about you keep it to yourself but you like say it out loud really close to my ear hmm well yeah, remember Remember what uh, Adila was saying about inside versus outside voices? <laughs> yeah, it would be a very, very, very inside voice, like inside my ear. Uh, Sabakthani, this was not the first book to turn like this. There have been more? Why don't, why don't the five of you come with me? Alchris mentioned that you may be uh, able to help with tracking down problems. Yeah, we're on payroll. We're like we're like adventurers on payroll. That's you know, what we are. the ones we don't start, we're happy to solve. <laughs> and the, and I can see a twinkling smile from from Zavara as she leads you to that conference room that seems <laughs> where the great readers take people to talk about stuff. Y'all should consider maybe getting multiple conference rooms. What happens if two of you need to talk to people privately at once? I'm just putting I'm just putting it out there. Oh, we we generally do ascending to it to, to do ascending to make sure that the others aren't in there. Oh, you've got a reservation system. Excellent. Exactly. Macaroni. Odilla's gonna this room off. <laughs> Odilla's gonna go back to her chair and just decide. I guess this is gonna be my chair by the time. <laughs> is it uh, possible if we're gonna be doing this a lot, we could get like a permanent higher stool for this one? Oh, certainly. Yes. Uh, actually, let me. And she'll she'll st she'll st put her head out the door briefly, talk to someone right outside, and come back in. A moment later, one of the avowed comes in carrying a bar stool. Thank you, God. Oh, I thought you were gonna say a booster seat. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. I did, but an eight-year-old's hips are a little bit too wide for most of those. It's fair. <laughs> oh, this is nice. You guys like you can see the whole table. As opposed to like, you know, only seeing like your chests and your heads. It has, been, it has been a long time since I was a wee sproutling and yet 
I somehow remember how awful that was to try and see what the adults were doing. Like, honestly, like even Dewey's older than me, but like I had to take two steps for every one of his and it's just annoying. Well, the, the good news is that you will grow and you will, you will probably be about as tall as him. Really? I think so. Dewey, you're tall. Yeah. Yep. Six foot. Sabathony, who is like six five in heels, just kind of looks as like Dewey is in fact a fine specimen of hat. Well, I mean, Mrs. Moreover, I mean, as Mr. Moreover said, you you are a a, a titan. Oh, did he call me that? That's so sweet of you, Les. But Dewey's just tall. <laughs> So, so Samira is yeah. watching watching this conversation and just I understand why 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 we have uh, our our conversations at night, my dear. Indeed. Um, and then she'll turn her attention to to the rest of the table. So it appears that this is the third book that has transformed into an ectoplasm sphere hovering in the air. I was not aware of it because it was outside of my. Uh, section and I've been doing my experiments but over the last month or so it's happened two other times so is the is the library under attack I don't know it seems an odd way to attack it is not a terribly powerful creature I it can do damage if someone is caught unawares but I mean the first book uh, materialized inside of the restricted section where oh no significantly stronger people were were there to deal with it and deal with it swiftly all right not the real restricted section mm. oh no the the magical restricted section. all right I, I mean none of these books can leave candle keep correct correct but if they are used as payment in order to get in and then they transform they're no longer they're, they're not they're not books they never were you have a record who brought in both of those books? The, the avowed keeper keep very good records of who brings what books in. So my, my request for the five of you is that you find out uh, who brought in the, the books. The person who brought in uh, Malifreth's should still be here. This just arrived yesterday. Mm. At, at the risk of bringing up a sore subject you don't think any of this might have to do with that attack on Candlekeep some years back and she definitely winces a little bit at that and just mm. would, we, would we all know about that uh do we would um unless mm, did you keep track of Candlekeep before before coming this direction i suppose is the question I guess Odilla probably wouldn't have. Not not necessarily. You might have heard rumors about a dragon about a dragon attack in this area. Dewey, you remember this vividly. It was it was an event. If someone some, someone from the hells seemed, made an attack. They weren't able to get through, but it was a significant uh, volley volley over over the walls. Uh, how far would that news travel? In academic circles, really far. Uh, outside of academic circles, probably not so much. Candlekeep is Candlekeep is the nerd is the nerd keep. So, 
Can you refresh Dewey's memory on what happened? Hold on. <laughs> Let me get the information on that. Uh, I might have it pulled up. Let me check. I probably had a perfect hidey hole for. Oh yes, deep it, deep inside attack. of your deep inside of your inside of your hole in the wall. Ah, here it is. Um, so what you remember of hearing hearing about it? So it was um, that was four years ago. Uh, and it was there. There were a host of devils that besieged the 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 keep, and then a year later, uh, a mysterious woman on a black dragon made an aerial attack, and seemed to be going after one of the abandoned towers. No one knows why, or at least if they know why, they haven't said anything to you. But the 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 siege lasted for about a week, maybe a little bit less than, uh, before being wiped off of the material plane um the the tower that it was attacking was mm -hmm. it beyond the emerald gates or out in the court of air uh it was it was beyond the it was back in in one of the back corners but it's been as far as you know that that tower is abandoned and has been for about a century that seems like a clue that maybe we should investigate as um Employees what is that tower the labeled? <laughs> the far back tower. The most far totally back Only empty, tower. the totally empty tower, I swear. <laughs> um, Inconsequential. Quite. Um, I do not believe that it had anything to do with that. This this creature is was was it was it these creatures are aberrations and they're creative. Oh, that's an entirely different exactly. Uh, and it's a certainly entirely possible that it might be a way to worm under the the door jam and try to get uh, a less a full frontal assault and more of a sneaky type of thing. But it, it, it doesn't feel right. There would have been more than three. Yes, and it wouldn't be spaced out so far. What well, if the possibilities are more than three? That certainly is a, a possibility. And that is one of the things that I would very much like the five of you to investigate. I think the, the best course may be to find out who brought them in and where did they get these books? I mean, the mighty digressions, that person would have been let in nearly immediately. They wouldn't have needed to wait outside the gate. Quiet. Dewey, Dewey at this point has actually pulled out his special quill and, and, and a piece of parchment and has started like drawing arcane runes on it. Just as like, and then scratching some things off and then like, just basically it looks like he's stopped paying attention to everything mm -hmm. and started working on a spell. Okay. <clears throat> what Glad he brought his coloring book. Uh, my dear, you and your friend have experienced one of these books. Was there a trigger of some sort that caused the book to go from being a book to a slavering literary beast? Uh, so will kind of give Sylvia a little bit of a, a look and then just kind of make me like, I am somewhat ashamed to say that I was attempting to perform a little uh, simple magic to uh, keep the bindings together and it seemed to trigger some sort of protective instinct. Entirely my fault. I do apologize. From, from what, it, it, it was trying to say something though. It had enough reason to press thoughts um words indeed it was starving from what it, from what i was gathering it hadn't eaten in quite some time 
presumably. And what exactly do these things eat? Uh, life essence. They draw it from you. In fairness, it's oh. delicious. You're not wrong, but it is only polite to ask first, and this thing most certainly did not. Consent is very important. Indeed. When life essence. Right. Hear that, will ya? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Have you just started sharing spell books yet? Or <laughs> that a euphemism? Ah, <laughs> uh, what? So, hmm. so well, since my dear. can 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 I can I count on the five of you to track this down? Well, I'm certainly invested in finding out how these things keep coming into these hallowed walls. Mm. I do beg your pardon, Mr. Naldi. What, what were you saying? Well, I do think it would be good for us to start to find out who brought these books to Candlekeep. But I will say that since the first attack happened in the restricted section, we might also need access there to investigate. Would that be something you could help us with? Hmm. Potentially. of the crime and everything, you know. Certainly. Potentially. But let us let us uh, cross off the other possibilities first. I would I would be loath to, to have to explain to the other readers why I, why I let, uh, well. Of course. My apologies. I believe uh, we were just called rabble. I think she was referring to the youthful nature of our party, sweetheart. Not all of us have been blessed with semi-eternal laugh. Uh, the 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 avowed at the gate will have will have the best records of who who came and went and if it's far enough back this has been taking place over about a month and a half or so uh, some of the some of the records are and she'll actually point out the person who keep the the avowed who keeps those records and um, ask is there any is there any way that I can help you further in your investigation when you defeated that other book uh was there a corpse of some sort did it go back to being a book it was it, it was a a collection of ectoplasm and it splattered all over the floor hot unpleasant is there some uh detect way of detecting that form that we could use hmm not unless you have some version of true sight i'm afraid once mm. it is in its so when I've I've done some more reading, my dear, when 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 the when the when the gigawattsits are in when the gigawattsits are created, they are given two forms that are not their true forms. So the true form is the ectoplasm that we saw and defeated. One of the forms can be a tiny inanimate object, say a book, a dagger, a cushion, something something small and and uh, movable, and the other one is some sort of creature. So when it is in either of those forms, it looks like those until it changes. It's very much like a mimic in that, in that sense. And you can only really tell by, well, provoking it or having true sight. So we will have to be continuing to stab books, random furniture, and suspicious of all familiars that we come across there. Yeah. Odilla's actually, Odilla <laughs> is poking at, um, wait, what's your raven? Iris. 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 <laughs> <Just> very <laughs> gently. <laughs> well, luckily for you, 
we have we have a proclivity for provoking just about anything. Oh, darling, you're pulling out the five dollar words already. So <laughs> Insavira just kind of nods, says, "I have heard that." Well, then I will leave it in your capable hands, and um, I may be able to to be of, of of assistance with magical items if you need them. But we we will discuss that. Well, all right. We know where to find you. At least I do. Well. And with that, she'll look around to see if there are any further questions. What do you think do we, about do we at this point? Does basically he's trying to cast the spell that he that he just made up, and mm-hmm. the the paper just goes and disip, like vanishes in a cl- puff of smoke. Like it doesn't burst into flames, but it is consumed. He's like. Gah. Damn it. Okay. When 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 you finish this particular mission, Dewey, uh, why, why why don't you uh, come and talk to me about whatever you're working on here? Maybe we can sort through uh, the, the the magical the magical creations you're trying. Yeah. Okay. So what uh, what happened? So I was focused on on this. Um, I'll explain it to you as okay. we as we walk. More books are killing more people. We've got to figure out which ones. Ah, stab some books. Okay, good. Got it. Please, please don't stab books unless provoked. I refer you to my previous. Yeah. Well, uh, what if uh, what if Mister Moreover provokes me and I stab a book? No, no, no. If Mister Moreover provokes you, you should stab Mister Moreover. Ah, right. Okay. Okay. I think we've got some people doctor, to talk darling. to. All Perhaps right. we should be on our way. And and uh, Savara will will look at all of you, give you a nod. Good morning, and uh, yes, you know you know where to find me if you have any further questions. And with that, she will leave the the room, and that is where we will end the episode tonight. <laughs> the least tense cliffhanger ever. I'm okay with this. I, I've, I've, I've done enough damage with cliffhangers on redacted reports lately. You didn't think we were going to get to the modules. So. Yeah, so as a tradition, we got not. to the module right at the end. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's back it up for just a second and oh. let's, make it, let's make a cliffhanger. All right. All right. So we need to find these people, right? I'll be bad cop. Somebody needs to be good cop. Oh, I can be a good cop. Oh, Iris, she's a great good cop. That was the cliffhanger. We'd find out. There we go. That's the cliffhanger. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Osh. Dewey being bad cop. (laughs) (laughs) I'm imagining that it'll go exactly like Elias being bad cop. (laughs) Good. The children will be good cop, bad cop, and the grown-ups will just watch and be like, "Yes, cause a distraction." (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Just like ten minutes later, they'll come out and be like, "I'll tell you anything. Just get me out of that room." Um, cop, bad cop. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. Well, thank you all so much for joining us for this episode of Swords and Sages tonight. We did actually get them into the module, and I'm very pleased about that. <laughs> um, give us a like on, on the YouTube. Give us a follow on the Twitch and a subscribe on the YouTube. Leave a review on the podcast uh, provider of your choice. Do all the usual things. Come join our Discord. Our Discord is full of really fun people, and uh, the Redacted Report section is about to blow up. It's going to get interesting real quick. Um, 
And let me see. Again, uh, we are not playing cardboard. We're not doing anything with cardboard and chaos tomorrow. Uh, the final episode of Shrimp Farm is going out on Wednesday, which I'm very excited about. And now is that is that midnight Wednesday for those who are super yes. late night people? Yes, that is that is midnight Tuesday night, Wednesday morning Pacific Standard Time. So it'll probably be in the podcatchers by about twelve thirty, depending on how long iTunes takes. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Yes, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden will be in for a few hours on Saturday morning. We are guaranteed to see Matt play a new character. I am looking forward to this. He needs to get me a line for, for the new character for the podcast opening at some point in the near future. Um, we'll we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> cool. cool. He's playing Jenner. <laughs> Um, Jenner gonna offer no, some Pepsi well, no, Coke. No, no, absolutely not. No. Um, yes, and Down Darker Trails is off this week, but will return the following week with a special guest that we are very excited to welcome in. Uh, and I believe welcome in. No. Sorry, not tonight. <laughs> not tonight. It's okay. Um, Ezra, what are our quotes tonight? Oh, right. Oh, yes. Very important. Yes. Food is temporary. Very. Poop is forever. <laughs> uh, skin and bones, just bones, actually. Uh, that would be what a smart person would do. With much mirth, merriment, and threats of murder of small children. Uh, my personal vote, I ate a lot of macaroni. Uh, knowledge can be really tricky. I think that's all my curiosity. That is not a sensation I want while reading. The problems we don't start, we're happy to deal with and stab some more books. Would you mind writing those, uh, typing those up and sending them to me, Ezra? Sure. sure. Thank you very much. Well, and thank you all very much for joining us tonight. And we will, uh, we're, we're back on next week. Yes. The schedule, the schedule is so all over the place that I have to try and remember where, where things are. So we yes. will be back next week with more Swords and Sages. And who knows, they might actually track down where these books came from. We'll you out. might open a door. You might open a door. You might open a book. You might get, you know, nommed on by a were creature. I gotta learn how to make the logo out of macaroni. Yeah, <laughs> we could eat some macaroni. <laughs> Have a lovely night, everyone, and we will see you next week. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Swords and Sages. If you want to catch us live, check us out at twitch.tv slash questsinchaos or go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash questschaos. Join us next time for more Swords and Sages. Thank you for listening to the Quests and Chaos Podcast Network. This podcast is supported by our patrons, starting with our inspiring leaders, Duke Vlieg and Tamago Tora. Nothing is more important than middle management. Here is our inspiration middle management. Lady Bedivere, Ben Slislavski, Cheesecake Fries, Slyly Tove, Erebus, Anonymous Wizard, Jen W. and Seth Jones. Our inspired patrons include Adam, Andreas, Jeremy, Jay Matthews, Red Dead Coquette, Reoccurring Dream, Killian, Lee, Robbie, The Baroness, 
and the Apollyon. Of course, we also have some amazing guild members that help keep us going. If you would like to support us as well, please consider joining at patreon.com slash quests and chaos.